Hello! Welcome back Hello. to 2-Bit Radio. I'm Arvid from Breakdown 707. My gamer cum is so full of strong genes, I have powerful swim swims. And they could be yours. But only if you consent. Buy my laptop. I'm just gonna let that... I'm just gonna let that sit. This'll make sense in... Soon. This is a call forward. I... I hope so. I hope that was just a random... (laughs) Just you going on a No, we gotta... (laughs) We gotta catch the, the readers. Boy, okay. It's been like a month. Also, who are you? Say that first. Hey, I'm Scar from Scar. You may know me from Scar. Yep. And it's been like a month or more with this weekly show. It's so yeah. good at this. So you've got a, yeah. you've got good reasons. I'm just a piece of shit. You've been busy with like actual work. I've just been playing Final Fantasy. I mean, that's a type of work. Yeah, well, I play enough to be a fucking full-time job. Well, you should have just streamed it. I, I, I tried a couple of times, but the MMO streamer market is real saturated. Nobody watches that shit. Well, you know what you need to do. What What do I need to do? Kill every other streamer. Ah, I see. Can't be... That makes sense. Market if there's no market. Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure, for sure. That, yeah, that checks out. Do like Nintendo and DMCA everyone. <laughs> I'll DMCA everyone playing FF14. DMCA some charities, DMCA some books. Oh, news is going to be fun. So, okay. do you want to do the Game Awards? Do Should we get the Game Awards out of the way? Because that's going to no, take a minute. Do you want to do that now? Do you want to do that before we, news? We, we can do that now. You can get my live reaction to everything, because I did not watch the Game Awards. Oh, hell yeah. I watched most of it through Twitter. I watched the last bit of the actual stream. It was a thing. It was interesting. They had, they announced some interesting stuff. Um, the awards were probably rigged, which I, I mean, mean, it's it's an awards show. It's the, it's not just an awards show; it's the game awards. Yeah, it's like the Oscars. I I think I made a tweet a few days ago, um, or right after it was like. Do you mean to say that the people who voted for the games didn't play all the games? That would be like if the Oscars judges didn't watch all the movies. Mm. Just stares at camera. Almost as if. Almost as if, wow. So let's just fucking, let's just go through it. I've taken some notes. I took some notes while I was in, in dungeon queues. Okay. First of all, the pre-show was pretty boring. They announced the award for best score of FF7R, and that took about 50 seconds. They did not 
announce. They did not talk about who composed it. They did not play any of the music. Um, well, okay, Surface 701, on. let's move on. But, okay, so I'm looking at the nominees, and it's Doom Eternal, FF7, Hades, Ori and the World of the West, and The Last of Us Part 2, which I don't get. Yep. But Final Fantasy 7 won over Doom Eternal? Yeah, I I don't I haven't played FF Seven. I don't know the soundtrack. Apparently, it fucking slaps. Apparently, it's it's a really good soundtrack. But yeah, but Doom Eternal has like the most celebrated soundtrack in years. It well, Doom twenty sixteen had the most celebrated soundtrack in years. Doom Eternal is just the next one. Mm. I feel like this is this is going to come back. There was another one where I think something won over Doom, and it's like. It's like it makes some sense. Like it's it's still good, but it's not as exciting anymore. It's just more of the thing that was cool that we liked. Mm. You know, you feel me. Yeah. Still though, FF Seven. That's. Mm. I don't know. Apparently, it was good. I am. I haven't heard it, but okay. No, we're sure. Best action adventure game. No, we're gonna go through the stream in order, because oh, after that, okay. there was Devolver did some shit. Uh, they announced mm. a game called Loop Hero. I'll, I'll send you the stream. You can click through the um, timestamps in the description. So you can have, can have some visuals. Yeah, there were a couple of really good tweet threads, but then they didn't get everything, so I jotted down some notes and stuff on my own. Uh, but they announced this thing called Loop Hero. Which is like uh, mm-hmm. kind of pixely. I don't know what this game is. This was the part of the stream I didn't watch. It looks very retro. It looks very retro. There's, reminds there's me cards. Of, um, reminds me of old NES games. Yeah. Um, that's it. That's not. There's not like a gameplay trailer. It's just an announcement trailer. It's. It looks neat. It's Devolver usually makes good stuff. That's gonna be cool. Well, publishes. Oh yeah, that's true. Well, they publish good stuff. Yeah. Devolver's like this weird publisher where they're a publisher, but they don't feel like like a publisher. Yeah, they, they don't kind of... emanate the normal scum of a publisher. They've got enough of like they've got their wheelhouse of like the kind of games they make and just the track record of pretty much everything they uh, they publish being really good or at least good yeah like i, I don't have the their catalog in front of me i can actually um you also aren't big enough to do the big scum moves of other publishers but, yeah but I, f- I feel like they haven't had anything like bad release Uh, uh, scrolling through, uh, they published Hatterful Boyfriend, which I don't like on principle. Mainly the series Sam games are—they exist. It was it was the early 2010s. We'll give them a pass. Mm. Yeah, Oli Oli and Love Trousers are fucking amazing. Love Trousers is really good. Ah, uh, that's that Love Trousers might be my favorite bullet hell. I played that shit so I had it on the Vita. I played that shit so much. 
that's that was I think the first game I ever like did a full one hundred percent of. Yeah, that game's fucking amazing. That that game's soundtrack tech is gorgeous. Oh yeah, that game's great. I that, fucking love it. The fact that there's a different remix of the soundtrack for every single part you put on your fucking plane. Yeah, it's or, really cool. Although I played most of the game with like without music because I played it on the bus on my Vita, um, but you robbed yourself. Yeah, I, I played for a little bit and it was it was really good, like with actual audio. Broforce, yeah, Broforce was fun. I loved that game. I'm uh, yeah. sorry, Ruina, Reigns. Reigns is really good. Pathologic One is a game that is both bad and good. <laughs> it's terrible but it's <laughs> it really pulls you oh in. yeah patholo oh i thought it was a different one. yeah yeah yeah. i've 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 heard much about that game i've yet to actually touch it but i'm it's really okay. exciting there's no reason to touch pathologic one you can just play two two is just one but better yeah that's what basically what i've heard but yeah fucking in the 2020, they made Carrion, Fall Guys, Disc Room. I don't know why I said Disc Room. I don't know what that is, but it was in blue. Um, they're making Shadow Warrior. Pub- I keep saying making. They're publishing Shadow Shadow Warrior 3, Card Shark, which we talked about in a previous episode. This looks really exciting. I'm so excited for Card Shark. Um, but yeah, they make a lot of good shit. Uh, after that, there was a trailer for Chia, which I don't know. You, there's there's children, um, like C- already C- makes that a bad game. CG children. That's a CG adult. Right. The presence of children makes everything worse. That's a guitar. I, don't, I this was one of the trails I didn't watch. I genuinely don't know what this is, and there's no gameplay, so so who cares? So, yeah, I've got two. I've got I've got a soundboard for this one with two big buttons on it. And I'm gonna smack like a fucking rhythm game player. One of them says there's no gameplay. I'm not excited yet. The other one says Last of Us Two didn't didn't deserve that award. Uh, oh boy, <laughs> we're gonna be hitting that one a lot. Um, okay, so. Then we had Best Action Adventure. Best Action Adventure is The Last of Us 2. Um, I mean, Action Adventure is a fucking... It's a, it's a nothing genre. Because it, it yeah. means nothing. But... It, it's pretty much 99% of video games. Uh, Ghost of Tsushima and Miles Morales are both much better than The Last of Us 2. AC Valhalla isn't great, but it's still better than The Last of Us 2. The first Ori was it okay. Feels, Apparently this one's also good. It feels weird to give a best award to a game that a lot of people... That, like, felt like a 60-40 split on people either loving or hating it, as mm. opposed to games where everyone loved. There's a big... There's been a lot of discussion about this, about specifically around these awards and more in general, of the culture of games and the people who like them and the people who play them. 
where there's a lot of people kind of liking stuff, not because they like it, but because it'll make someone else upset. Hmm. Like, a lot of people go like, like, there's people who like The Last of Us. I think you're wrong. That game's bad. But, like, there's people who like it, and that's fine. You can like whatever you want. But there's a lot of people who don't even necessarily like it that much, ju- but just like that it makes... That it that it getting all this praise is making other people upset. Hmm. There's a lot of spite in video games, and I think that's a weird thing. Well, it's the only kind of industry I can think of where it's kind of normal to openly spite the people who, the consumers, the customers. You know, you know what I mean. Yeah. yeah. That's because uh, video games is. I'm not. I'm not an expert because I. I'm not a. Scum, but um. I'm just a gamer. Video games, as a as a. It's a. It's the newest of the big three media genres. Mm. Yeah, and absolutely. That means that means it had the least amount of oversight on any part of it up until now and still which has led to the fact that it's an industry where everything is either an ad or pretends to not be an ad yeah. and nobody can do fucking anything and nothing you do matters yeah except lining the pockets of people that don't pay taxes yeah I don't know, it's weird. I think the pe- a lot of the people who like that game are weird. And there's, there's like... I just love the fucking take that I saw of um, The Last of Us Part 2 only won awards because it's a, it's a, an extreme leftist game and I'm like, the it's, fuck? It's not. Yeah, those leftist I, ideologies I play of that crunching game. your dose to shit. That's not a left. That's not a leftist game. Like everyone, if a game was really weird and preachy and leftist, like even as a lefty person, I'd be like, no, that's weird. If if it doesn't fit, like that's 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 a weird thing. But also, that's, calling that's not leftist. Naughty Dog uh, leftist studios the fucking oh, weirdest thing. That. Oh boy! Oh. I yeah. saw a fucking take today. That mm-hmm. someone had, which was everyone keeps just saying crunch bad without having a discussion on it, and I'm just like, what? Yeah, because everyone knows crunch is bad. Yeah, like there's 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 no discussion to be had. Like, the, we are genuinely gonna get get into the crunch thing, so don't drop any, don't save your big bullets for later, because it, it it is gonna come up with one specific award, but um. Yeah, that's a really weird take. Yeah. It's like going, everyone knows, everyone keeps saying slavery is bad without having a discussion on it. Also, <laughs> I'm not I'm not conflating yeah, crunch with slavery. Those are completely different fucking things. It's just a weird yeah, fucking it is, take yeah. to have. Yeah, it's a sort of, everyone like, knows. Everyone agrees it's, it's, it's bad. Everyone agrees it's bad to abuse your employees, but no one has a discussion on, you know. <laughs> There's too, 
People keep saying, don't punch your wife. Why aren't they having a discussion about it? You know, I'm going to to use an analogy that I can actually use because it relates to my people. Um, everyone keeps saying the Holocaust is bad, but no one has a discussion on. No one has a discussion on the on the merits of. Yeah, um, you know. Yeah, we NASA. You we get NASA out of the Holocaust. You got you got to weigh the bad and the good. Yeah, let's get know, off this topic like, you know. quickly. <laughs> I'm too white for this. I'm scared. I'm I'm well, I'm, I'm I'm too. Swedish. That's why you have me around to keep you safe. Because I can Thank talk you. about this. I know. You you just. <laughs> I can have as bad of a take as I want. The worst exactly. thing that can happen is, I'll get, yeah. is I'll, I won't be allowed to come back to my country and fuck my country. I don't care. Yeah, and like I'm. It's not your channel. Like it's my, it's my channel, so I'll be the one who gets the blame for it. It's my name on the product. <laughs> Uh, we really need to start applying for ads bef- like before we, should. we get blacklisted. We should get some sponsors. That'd be really funny. Like, we need to do that before we get blacklisted. Because <laughs> <laughs> oh. if we already have the sponsors and then we get blacklisted, who cares? We have the money. Exactly. Doesn't, doesn't matter. It got paid. Yeah. It's cool. I can... I can talk all I want about the time cube. Sure. It must be defeated. Uh, so, uh, uh, they announced Sea of Solitude director's cut. I, I don't play this game. Uh, so I don't game? really have an so- opinion. No go. I'm trying to find. Oh, this is not the game I thought it was. I was thinking, what's the what's the fucking pirate one? Uh, Sea of Thieves. I thought it was Sea of Thieves. No, Sea of Solitude was announced like two years ago. This one actually looks interesting. This is the one that looks cool. I won't play it because I'm scared of water, and this this would kill me. But this is a game that I keep confusing with Gris. Yeah. <laughs> Gris is you. really good. I love Gris. Also, huh. just for reference, if you're listening, it's not Gris because they are not French. It is Spanish, where it's spelled the same, but it's Gris. So there's a hard S. You learn something. Uh, but yeah, I haven't played that game. I apparently it was good. I had generally positive things, and that didn't hear anything else. It's cool. It's getting a director's cut. Neat. And they announced a shady part of me, which is available now. Which is there's no there's it's not a gameplay trailer. It's like an announcement trailer, but it looks like the kind of game where a gameplay trailer doesn't really matter. Uh, it's like a kind of 2D, 3D-ish, 3D-ish, like, uh, adventure game, story game thing. It's very pretty. It looks a like very a, nice it, art style. It looks like a point and click from the... Yeah, thing. kind of. Um, yeah, it's... The main character looks like this, this little girl, and 
Uh, it's got to do with her shadow and something. It'll probably be cool. It'll probably be alright. It's starring Hannah Murray, apparently. Don't know who that is. Uh, I don't know. Um, but it's by um, Focus Home Interactive and oh. Deuce Dixiems. Wait, Focus Home Interactive? That's. That is. That's Control, not the kind of game I believe. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, they... I, I remember them because they published the. Um, Battlefleet Gothic Armada, which is a good fucking game. And also a sequel, which is a very different game. Are they control or am I stupid? Um I mean Curse of the Dead control. Gods, I've heard that's good. The Plague Tale. Uh, the Surge 2? Vampire? Greedfall? Space that bad Call of Cthulhu game? Farming Simulator 20? Blood At Bowl? some point, we need to talk about the fact that Warhammer games have a tendency of the first game being a certain type of game, and then the second game being a completely different genre. Mm. Oh, I have... it's a real thing that keeps happening. How much do you know about the game announcements for this? Uh, nothing. Okay. I did hear that there's new footage of Darktide. Which is that... Um, oh, I'm not sure if, the, um, if, if that's the one that is the one I'm thinking of that's going to be exciting for you. It's the Warhammer Left 4 Dead thing that uh, takes place in a hive city. Hold on. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's the one. Uh, yeah, that's, it's like yeah. a Vermintide but 40k, it looked like. Which is... Cool. Which is very exciting. I don't I like I, I don't like Vermintide, but if it's 40k and set in a fucking hive city, I'm very open to playing it. Cause I yeah. the sit the setting may carry that game for me. Also from the original trailer, um the it really feels like oh, laundry machine just finished. Mm. Um it really feels like the guardsmen in the original trailer are based on a very popular 40k um, fan fiction based on a on a well not based. Someone just posted um, the campaign, a a oh. dark heresy campaign, where which is called um, All Guardsmen Party. And oh yes, you told me the, about this. Yeah, yeah. From the equipment and behavior of the characters in the trailer, it feels like they're based on the characters of that thing, which is neat. Um, yeah, uh, has a history of it. Uh, no, I, was just, I, I remember you telling me about it, and it sounds like a really cool, um, like story. So if it is that, yeah, that's um, that's really cool. It's also basically a tradition with every forty k thing to incorporate some fan stuff into it, and just canonize it. It's it's especially with RPGs and video games. Like a uh, fucking, and it there's there's a lot there's stuff like a fucking forty k romance fan fiction got canonized in a in one of the RPG rule books. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, 
It's called Can Love Bloom on the Battlefield. Wow. Yeah. Anyway. Um, I'm just scrubbing through now because I can't. I don't know if I wrote down when the when my joke will make sense, so it may not. Oh, we'll see. That may well. just be a non sequitur from the beginning of the show. That's okay. Um, no longer call forward. <clears throat> so next was best family game. Yeah, there was three awards. It was best family game it was won by The Last of Us Part Two. The Last of Us Part Two. <laughs> it's all about family. <laughs> It's, it's all about, about family. killing that your family. So Hold the no. fuck on. <laughs> Minecraft Dungeons was nominated? Minecraft Dungeons was nominated. They went, hey, let's put up Diablo but bad. So the, the nominees were um, Animal Crossing, Crash 4, which is not... I don't know if that's a family game. Family game. Yeah. Fall Guys, which makes sense. Yeah. Uh, Mario Kart Live, which makes sense. That's, really, that's, that's, a, that's a really cool game, actually. It's no, that's some... not a video game. Shh, don't worry about it. Uh, Minecraft toys. That's not a video shh, game. Don't worry about it. This, this, this interactive application. Don't worry about it. Um, uh, Minecraft Dungeons. There's Diablo, but bad uh, and short. Uh, there's Paper Mario or the Origami King, which is like Paper Mario, but bad. Yeah, like the last couple. Like every single one since the one that came. No, since apparently one of one of the ones after Thanksgiving was good. I don't remember which one. I think the it wasn't stickers. Uh, sticker Star was, was the fucking terrible. The, the first terrible one. I think it was Color Splash. People liked because I know I know sixty four was good. Sixty four was good. Thanksgiving was good. I think Color Splash is a good one, but don't quote me on that. But yeah, um, Animal Crossing won, which makes a lot of sense. That game was fucking huge this year. Um, yeah. yeah. Also, that way they don't have to nominate an indie game. <laughs> How would that look? They can't, they can't nominate an indie game. What are you, are you crazy? You can't give an award to a fucking indie game. That you can't get money from an indie developer. No right. Speaking of best community support. Is Fall Guys. Um, which makes sense. They've got a viral Twitter account. It's going a bit Reddit at this point. I'm kind of over it, but it's cool. That game's Wait, good. Okay, I'm, I'm looking at the, the... We need to talk about the announcements here, because Apex Legends, Destiny 2, yeah. Fortnite. Fortnite. No Man's Sky and Valorant. All okay, except No Man's Sky, they all have almost legendarily bad community support. Yeah, Destiny but 2 is a trash fire. Apex yeah, Legends. Yeah, but they're mul- they've, they've got communities to multiplayer games. That's, but they're not the best. They've got they're, fan bases. They might be the worst. Well, that's not up to the people who play them, that's up to the journalists of regular newspapers who vote. Also, in terms of community support, what does community support even mean? Uh, nothing. Because... Like a lot of these, the category is a bit vague and strange. Also, I forgot Valorant exists. Yeah, that was... That game came out 
I didn't play it because I, do, I don't like CSGO. It's CSGO, but Riot. It's League Strike Global Offensive. It's literally just like it, like down to very core mechanics. It is CSGO, but you have like uh, Overwatch, like character shooter style abilities. Okay. People who like shooters liked it. I didn't play it because I don't care. Um, best mm. de debut debut game debut. That word feels weird in my mouth. Yeah, um, the nominees were Carrion, Mortal Shell, Phasmophobia, Raji, and Rocky. Okay, hold on. Phasmophobia isn't out yet. Phasmophobia this is, is true. Beta. This is true. But it's, it's... It hasn't debuted yet. It's playable. You can play it. Oh. Don't worry about it. Okay. But yeah, Phasmophobia 1. That game's not out yet. But that game's, that game's good. It's fun. It's the kind of like source engine jank, but with ghosts. It has that thing that that thing that Gary's mod had, where the game feels like a musty carpet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, kinda, kinda it, does. It feels like a sticky, musty carpet in like a fucking office. You can kind of smell it, but it's fun. You can kind of smell it, but it's like it's nice. It's it's fun. It's fun with friends. I I still hold to this day that Gary's Mod is the creepiest non-horror game in existence. I never played play much Gary's Mod alone. Tell me about it. Playing Gary's Mod alone has a weird atmosphere to it because it feels like an. It, it nails the feeling of when COVID just started and you would walk outside and you would expect the noise and sights of normal day-to-day -day life, but everything would just be fucking empty. <laughs> the, and the fact is that the game has like weird ambient noises where you can sort of hear people, but you never see them. It's fucking creepy. That game's weird. That game I is weird. I don't think we'll ever see anything like it again. Gary's mod was kind is kind of unique. It it really is. That was like, that was a it's kind of a, a weird game of its time. Where I don't know that it could really be made now. Because it's not even really... It's not a game, but people make games in yeah, it's it. Like a, it's, it's just like a weird toolbox. Yeah. That people would make like actual games in. And then you make a plane in it out of doors and a rocket. Yeah. It's a, it's a physics engine simulator where you can put and in then... assets and make game modes. And then people implement parkour into it, and you're like, okay. Wow. Yes. 
why is this parkour better than most games that actually have it? It's I don't write. It's fucking weird. It's just wild. Um, fucking uh, slide maps and source games were the best. Oh yeah, that shit was cool. Oh. Fucking love that. That shit was basically tribes, but fucking yeah, jank tribes, which I guess is just tribes. Um, are you saying uh, tribes isn't janky? Yeah, tribes. Is... I I still need to show you Star Siege because Star Siege is where tribes came from. Yeah, Star Siege is okay. an ancient ancient fucking game, and it's. The first game that takes place in the sea in the um tribes universe, hmm. it's old and good, like actually good. Uh, has I believe it, I don't know favorite, much about it. It also has like one of my favorite uh robot enemies. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's it, they're really well done, they're like. It's the it's like uh, um, the main villain's like a big AI, and you can play um, either as the humans or the robots. Robots. And, the ro- and it it really nails the the idea of um, of an AI society where everything has a limited limited free will to it, just enough to make it function, hmm. and like. It it has that thing where tactics and things you use are incorporated into other AIs if you succeed. And the way they talk is great because the AI, whenever it uses a noun with multiple meanings, it will say every meaning in a row, including like um, implications. So it can say things like replaced, oh. destroyed, killed. Okay. Great. Also, my, my cat is meowing. One sec. Sorry, the cat was crying, and I was like, "What's going on, cat?" And then I just see that it wants to go into the attic, and I'm like, "Oh, damn! Fuck that whole cat!" I just wants to go yeah, on an I'll... adventure. Yeah, Star Siege is awesome. It's fucking old. Let, let me check. What? Yeah, Star Siege came out in 1994. Jesus, that's a long time ago. Is really old. That's um, older than me. I, I had multiplayer. Nice. It's a mech game. Yeah. This, oh, cool. This looks very old. This, I, I like it. It's it ancient. Um, but yeah, tr- the first tribes game was called Star Siege Tribes. Wow. Tribes is a uh, is an offshoot of Star Siege. Huh. Neat. Yeah. I should stream that game at some point because it's fun. I like old games. Old games are cool. So after Even that, when <laughs> old. So after that, they announced uh, Mist VR, which I don't know What's if it? I don't know if it's a new game or if it's just Mist but in VR. Is that super old, like point and click adventure? puzzle game thing oh, where you're on an fuck, island. I know this game. Yeah. This is also a really old game. It's in VR now. 
I don't. That's a game from '93. Wow, that is much older than I thought it was. Yeah, it got uh, re-released for the PlayStation in '96. Damn. I think my dad has a disc for the Windows 3.1 version. Well, not a disc. A, uh... Yeah, you know I mean. A floppy disk? I don't remember if it was a floppy disk or an early CD. Hmm. I think it was a floppy. Nice. Yeah. If you like Mist and you have a Facebook headset, then go play it at some point. It was a CD ROM. Uh, yeah, it's a game. It exists. It's a game. After that, it's an actually exciting game. They gave us fucking near gameplay. Near replicant Replicant. version 1.22474487139 dot dot dot. What? It's available um, the 23rd of April 2021. Yeah, it's near. It's I mean, near. it's a shame that it's not that near. <laughs> I wish it was that near. Yeah. Look, it's a shame that brother had, near, a, had a fucking charm. That near was cool. Yeah, the gameplay looks that fucking cool as hell. This is a game where I don't, I don't need to press my there's no gameplay button. There's pretty much only gameplay. It looks very exciting. Thank you, Yoko Taro. I wonder if it's going to be closer to the original Nier or closer to Automata. I guess we'll have to find out. Won't we? Those are very different flavors of game. (laughs) They are. They very much are. Okay. Yeah. Now they've got now now we're getting fucking esports. Esports. Get ready to fall asleep as we blast through this. Best what esports game, game was between none. Uh, it was between COD Modern Warfare, CS:GO, Fortnite, League, and Valorant. League One. Okay, I just wanna. This list could have, except for Valorant, you could have this list like. This could have been the same list the ago. last the last decade. Yeah, fucking Call of Duty: Modern Warfare, Counter Strike, and fucking League of Legends yeah. games that are like older than most of the people that play them at this point. Or isn't oh, is this the isn't this the new Modern Warfare, which is just modern COD again? You could put you can you, you I don't know. You can move this list back a lot of years and just change the number at the end of Modern Warfare. Yeah. Um, place Fortnite with like How old is Fortnite? Overwatch. I don't know. It's gonna be older than I think. It's gonna be like twenty seventeen? Yeah, twenty seventeen. That game's old old. Right. That game's much older than I keep thinking. Eh, well, at the same time, I keep forgetting the Grand Theft Auto Five came out seven years ago. Yeah, it's like fucking Overwatch came out in twenty fifteen. 
Right. That's fucked up. Overwatch is five years old. That's weird. That's why almost almost six. Yeah. Um there's all the esports people. I looked through this list, I've literally never heard of any of them. Uh the best esports coach is Zony. The best esports event was League World Championship. The best esports host was Shocks. The best esports team was G2 Esports. So Century of Age of Ashes had a board. It did. Holy shit. It's got dragons in it. Oh. What kind of game is it? It's like a dragon flying game. I think it's multiplayer. You, it's yeah. You fucking fly around on dragons and shoot each other. It looks really cool. There's not really, not really gameplay, this, but I swear this exact yeah, game was announced when the PS4 came out. <laughs> Maybe this Who looks knows? like. No, I swear that I've seen this before. <laughs> No, it's new. You can sign up for the beta on Steam. It's out in February. Okay. That looks really cool. I don't have much to say about it, but dragons. Next we had Super Smash Brothers. Super Smash Brothers. Yeah. Guess who's in Smash Bros? It's, It's Sephiroth. He's got his titties out. It's Donald Duck stabbing everyone with his massive cock. He casts Zeta Flare. <laughs> everyone dies. Sephiroth. <laughs> Sephiroth. Um, not what I was expecting, but I'm I'm happy. I hope there's more F Seven music now. Cloud came with like two tracks. It sucked. Um. We don't like you. Can, there's probably you can go on YouTube and find someone who's picked apart the trailer to try to figure out what we know about the gameplay. But there will be a presentation on the seventeenth uh, with Mister Mister Sakurai himself. He's gonna go through it like he does with the new characters. I think it's fucking hilarious that on the same week that everyone starts to shit on Nintendo for all of its yeah, <laughs> suddenly Sephiroth drops. Everyone's like, hey, wait, we love Nintendo now. Nintendo, come back. Nintendo do what Nintendo don't. Nin- Nintendo DMCA. <laughs> yeah, Nintendo. Uh, Nintendo's been doing some shit. Nintendo's been shit for like a good decade. Yeah, I feel like they've gotten like real shit. Like the last fucking month, there's been like story after story of them doing some n- some new bullshit. Oh, when they killed the Splatoon tournament? Oh yeah, they cancelled the live stream of like- a Splatoon tournament because a bunch of the like top players had like free melee in their names. Yeah, really funny. It's an online tournament. No. It's an online tournament, so cancelling the stream might as well be cancelling the fucking tournament because no one's gonna see it. Yeah. No one can see it. 
No one can. They no might one... as well just give, just toss a fucking coin and give someone a trophy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's absolutely Do wild. Do Nintendo even give trophies for their tournaments? I don't know. Do Nintendo tournaments have prizes or do they still don't? Because if they don't, then there's literally no point in anyone showing up for the tournament. No. It's not going to be streamed. No, I I honestly don't know. Yeah. That's that's Sephiroth. They pussied out. Mario didn't die. They they straight up killed, killed Luigi in the fucking... In the Belmont trailer, I'm I'm mad they didn't kill yeah. Mario. Well, guess you'll just have to stay mad. Yeah. And there was another reward uh, presented by a big movie actor because hey, look, our, our industry is is legitimate. It's like the movies. There's famous people that you recognize who have nothing so to do with video every- games. Our industry is so legitimate that we need to keep pushing people from different industries instead of big names in our own. Like yeah. what? Yeah, there's Would, there's, there's a there's a couple of just big Disney actors or like big actors who who are presenting awards for no reason. And it's like the game industry has been around long enough that we have our own big names. You don't need to keep calling mm. for movie people. Nobody asked yeah, for this. Like, I don't, I don't need Brie Larson to tell me who won the best performance award. It's okay. You can put like a voice actor there. Like, <laughs> but so it's best to put performance. It was between. Uh, Ashley Johnson as Ellie in The Last of Us. Uh, Daisuke Tsuji as Jin Sakai in Ghost of Tsushima. Uh, Logan Cunningham as Hades in Hades. Laura Bailey as Abby in The Last of Us. And Naji Jita as Miles in Miles Morales. Didn't Logan Cunningham voice Zagreus? He voiced like seven fucking characters. I think Hades was just the one that got, uh, he got nominated for. They did a good fucking job. Yeah, real good job. That game's f- fucking supremely good, well, well voice acted. That game's um, fucking great. Uh, by Hades. By Hades. Uh, Laura Bailey won for Abby and the Last of Us. Which oh. I'm not... This is one of the ones I'm the least upset about, because out of all the problems in that game, her acting was not one of them. It was actually very good. She's like the the good one of the two lead characters. Um, that's the second award that the last of us grabbed this. Oh. oh, boy, we're just getting started. Oh. So, it's... Has any indie game won any award this game awards? Uh, Fall Guys. Phasmophobia. Fall Guys and Phasmophobia won some stuff. Wait, okay. There's a question we need to ask. Yes. Does Fall Guys count as an indie game when it's published? Uh, it's like double A. I'd say Fall Guys is like a double A game. Because it's published by Evolver, which makes it not indie. 
Yeah, it goes into the discussion of like what's an, what an indie game is. Because if you grab like any indie game and give them a publisher, they like like I think like most of the things that Devolver publishes, like a, or at least like a huge chunk of them, people would describe as indie. Because the thing is, if it's funded by a publisher, it's by definition not independent. Uh, yeah. Which makes it not indie. I, yeah. Even if the style of game is, like, not what you'd expect from a published game, it's still not an indie game. Yeah, I think... I'd, I'd, I'd be comfortable calling Fall Guys, like, a double A. I don't like the name double A, because that makes it seem like triple A something to aspire to. Oh, you're or... not You're not ready. You're not ready. So after no no we need to get into this because this is very the, literally in the next point uh, they announced Perfect Dark, which is uh, Microsoft's fabled quadruple A game. I call it. It's quadruple A. There was a cinematic trailer. They are not far enough in development to show pretty much anything about it. This game's not coming out. What do you mean it's quadruple A? It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's not coming out. <sighs> this game is not happening. It is... What do you know? But it's okay. got so much money. They're throwing so much money at it. It's very exciting. Look oh, at I'm the gonna... cinematic trailer, it's so pretty. It looks like a movie. Hold on. Hold on. I'm gonna look for a game that I'm trying um I'm trying to remember. What's that fucking Ubisoft game that's never coming out? Most of them. The the one that was made by the Rayman guy. You know, the, um, yeah. Beyond Good and Evil. Ah. Oh, I yeah. am going to say right now, Beyond Good and Evil and Perfect Dark have about the same chance to come out. <clears throat> I will eat my fucking hat if either of those comes out within the next... Ten years. They're just not gonna fucking happen. Those games, no. I'm gonna say there's a chance. Uh, there's a chance they'll come out, but I think there's a big chance they won't be good. They're they're either not coming out or they're coming out and being disappointing. But- I mean, those games, even if they had a chance of coming out, would be disappointing because it's a sequel to Perfect Dark and a sequel to fucking Beyond Good and Evil. Two games, by the way, that are so old, most people that play video games at this point don't know what they are. Yeah, I those there were a lot of people getting uh, very excited about um, Perfect Dark. 
I've literally never heard of it until people started getting excited for this thing. I think that's fucking ancient at this point. Yeah. And also, if I remember right, ended up being a commercial failure. <laughs> it's fine, this one has a lot of money. Um, that, that's okay. That means it'll be good. Uh, they announced um, a an unnamed. Well, there was there was a big trailer, and people went, "Hey, this smells like Left for Dead." And they went, hey, it's made by Turtle Rock. And then a big four appeared on screen, and it is called Back for Blood. And it looks like it's Left for Dead 3, which is very exciting. Uh, there's no gameplay, so I'm not that excited. But just, just on principle, I'm quite excited about Left 4 Dead 3. Left 4 Dead 3 has been in development for so fucking long. Yeah. But now it's this one like, instead. I remember seeing... I remember seeing the fucking... Um, fucking... The, the sign for the... Um, the fucking uh, design room or whatever it's called for Left 4 Dead 3 like six years ago. And I still remember them having to hire a a new lead designer for that game because the previous one just decided to work on a different game because Valve has a weird fucked up system where you there's no set teams for development. Mm. You just move develop whatever the fuck you want, which is why no one wants to do Half Life because everyone's like. Half-Life 3, even if it's the best game ever, is going to be disappointing. Yeah, pretty much. And then Alex came out and was like, hey, that's neat. It was apparently really good. I, it's, apparently, yeah. it's VR, so I haven't, I haven't touched it, but apparently heard, good. From what I heard, Half-Life Alex might be the first full game on VR that is actually good. The first actual video game. Like okay, a lot of VR games are like mini games. Yeah, they're like either mini games or like toys or like kind of like tech demos. Like this gameplay, but yeah. it's not like a like it's not like a game, you know. And a lot of games that try to be a full like a full well, okay. I'm gonna say this. I'm I, I'm using the term full game even though. If it's a video game, it's a video game. Having a game campaign or not does not make you a video game or not. But yes. games that actually try to have a campaign tend to be kind of terrible in VR. Because it's incredibly difficult to account for player movement in VR when you can just phase through shit. As the moment you try to put physics into it, 90% of the time it ain't going to work. Hmm. 
but it seems like Alex is actually good, which is nice. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad. Feels, if there's one thing Valve has always been good at, it's making the hardware they work with shine through. Yeah, Valve knows yeah. how to utilize the hardware. Yep, they they know how to make things work. That that company is kind of fucking magical when it comes to tech. Yeah, and it's nice to see them actually release a game. Yeah, like actually release something instead of just like having Steam and not making anything. Yeah. Also, wow, this literally is Left for Dead, isn't it? Yeah. It's just like it's it's fucking t- it's by the people who made Left for Dead. It's just called something else. Do you think that's specifically to avoid calling it Left for Dead Three? Yes. Like it's called it's it's got Valve... the fucking four in the title. It's it's. <laughs> Why does Valve hate the number three? I, I don't know. Maybe it's cursed. Like Half Life has four games, but none of them are called Half Life Three. What's wow. called Half Life Three, Alex? And to be fair, Super Hot also has four games, and it just now got to Super Hot Two. Yeah. What? No, it doesn't have Super Hot Two. It's yeah, it's not. Delete. Yeah, that doesn't have numbers at all. An amazing game that I can't play. Same. I, oh, I wish that I wish they'd put it up thing for that I yeah I wish I could just play that fucking game it would be fun if the great amazing video game would let me play it you know it's like like, I've never seen a game that is that game is the best game that I can't play that just won't let me play it yep and it's not because of the gameplay. It's purely because of the fucking the technical, the visual and audio side of it. Yeah, the ve- the weird visual stuff that starts doing made me have to stop playing it because it gen like I genuinely like couldn't play it without getting really ill. That's why we need fucking accessibility we options. Do. In the- because, like, yeah, it's weird. Oh, man. Like, later, we're going to have a fucking discussion about yeah. cyberpunk and accessibility. Oh, boy. Ooh. That's, that'll be, if the cyberpunk is going to be most, we don't have much news for today. There's going to be, most of the news is just going to be this, but there's going to be a lot of cyberpunk. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of cyberpunk to be talked about. To keep, okay, to keep so. moving. Scavengers. I don't know what it is. It looks mul- it's multiplayer. It's there's a beta coming. You can sign up for the beta. Um, is that zombies again? Yeah, it's zombies again. It's like oh, there's a closed beta starts now. Wow, it's a shooter. So why is why is it's the, the, the live stream VOD so fucked up visually? Hmm. Whenever anything moves, there's like a weird VHS effect. I think that's just you. 
mine looks fine. Really? I don't know. I don't know. Mine looks mine looks normal. Um. I I don't I don't know what you're doing, but mine looks mine looks fine. I guess it's just that video and just for me because everything oh. else is fine. Weird. But in the when I look at the live stream VOD, it looks every time anything moves, the moves there's like a weird VHS effect, like like when VHS had tearing on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's super weird. I I genuinely don't know. Weird. Weird. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Hood. Outlaws and Legends. This is that thing that was announced a while back. It's the kind of like multiplayer medieval heist game kind of thing. There's no gameplay. But it looks kind of cool. Wait, what game? Uh, Hood. Outlaws and Legends. It's a sneaky game. Why is it called Hood? Because it's Robin Hood. Oh. I don't know. I don't know if it's licensed, but it's they've they've got Hood sides. Robin Hood. You're a you're a criminal, but in the you medieval don't need time. To license Robin Hood. Robin no, Hood no, is, is that <laughs> yeah? Is that is that public domain at this point? Should be. Robin Hood's like two hundred years fucking old. Yeah, didn't you see that like? I don't know if it was Disney or if it's just general the horrible dystopia we live in, but people are talking about like being able to bring things back into but out of the public domain. It's it's with certain stuff, but it still only applies in America. Yeah, well that's uh, yeah. This game looks cool, there's no yeah. gameplay. It theoretically looks neat. If I remember right the way um, the copyright works is Disney owns the copyright for for Robin Hood animated movies. That's very specific. The character itself is still in public domain. Oh, it's like uh, it's like Sherlock Holmes is public domain as long as he doesn't respect women. Sherlock Holmes is also completely public domain in Canada. Wow. Um, because in Canada, they don't have the fucked up laws that America has. That's, that's neat. Um, which is why you have shit like Daughters of Sherlock Holmes. Mm. And also the fact that every interpret- every time they try to make Sherlock Holmes, but in modern times, they make him into a massive asshole. Yep. I don't know why. In the books, he's not an asshole. Yeah. And, uh... He's also Dunno. not... Don't know. Also, in the books, the, he's not doing cocaine illegally, and he's not doing it as, like, a... It's not seen as a drug habit, because when the books were written, cocaine was legal. He's just it doing cocaine because people did cocaine. Him doing cocaine was treated the same way as fucking Watson drinking coffee. Oh. That's it really... I didn't, didn't know that, actually. If you were to translate that into modern times, Sherlock Holmes would be chugging energy drinks. <laughs> That's about the equivalent. He needs his, his gamer strength. 
he would be fucking pat. Yeah. Drinking four monsters in the morning. Damn. That's me. It's it's weird how every modern interpretation of Sherlock makes him into a massive antisocial asshole. <laughs> when he's not in the books. Yeah. Oh, like rah. he's a weirdo, but he's not a prick. Yeah. He doesn't treat people like an asshole because he thinks he's smarter. He doesn't even treat them badly. He, like, he knows how to function socially. He's just fucking weird. He's just on the spectrum. But in every modern interpretation, he's like a massive asshole to everyone around him. Yeah. No, because that makes him cool. It's like, Smart people are assholes, right? Yeah. That's how people know you're a genius, is if you act like a piece of shit. Also, Watson wasn't stupid. I don't know why they keep making Watson to being, like, kind of dumb. Because Watson was incredibly clever on his own. And would sometimes, like, catch things that Sherlock wouldn't. Yeah. Also, the only reason in the books that why Watson keeps calling Sherlock out on using cocaine is because he's a doctor, so he would be one of the few people at the time that actually knew that cocaine is bad for you. <laughs> he was ahead of the curve. Yeah, because before there was a time where cocaine was given as like medicine. Yeah, it wasn't drinks. It was in Coca Cola. Yeah, it was in Coca Cola for a long fucking time. Yeah, I should bring that back. Twenty twenty one, we need it. Now they have sugar instead, a substance that is arguably more damaging than cocaine. Yay! Sugar fucks you up, but I love it. Yeah, it's fucked up. Because I'm addicted to it, just like everyone else. Just like cocaine. Is it sure more addictive than cocaine? I th- maybe. I th- I th- it's something like that. It's like as addictive as heroin or something like that. Mm. I don't know. I'm not a fucking... I'm not a scientist. Anyway. That's why you shouldn't eat sweets, kids. Yep. Also, why are you listening to this, kids? Hello, kids. Go away. This podcast started with talking about cum. So. Yeah. It'll make sense soon. So, the next announcement's really boring. They're putting the cyberpunk car in the new Forza game. We can move on. Okay. Best ongoing game. It was between Apex Legends, Destiny 2, COD Warzone, Fortnite, and No Man's Sky. Uh, what? Sure, I don't know. They're games that exist and have been getting developed and have stuff added to them as they go. Three of those are trash fires, and one of those I didn't know was an online game. Wait, which one? I didn't know No Man's Sky was a multiplayer game. Well, it's not. Well, it is, but it's not. But it's... uh... 
I don't know. That was the whole. That was the whole. One of the big things where they're like, it's multiplayer, but they're like, you can't actually like meet people. It's just like theoretically multiplayer. I don't know if they if they added it later, but I heard No Man's Sky is actually good now. Uh, it's good now. I still don't think they should be forgiven for what they did because I mean, no, they it was fucking but... unacceptable how that game was released unhandled, even if it is now good. They shouldn't be forgiven for it, but I will say it is nice for once that a dev goes, oh, we'll, we'll, where dev releases an unfinished game and then doesn't say anything, they just fucking work yeah. on fixing it. Yeah. Instead of going, oh, we have a roadmap, <laughs> and then fucking nothing Here's happening. a five-year plan. Yeah, no, that that's true. But yeah, No Man's Sky 1, I, which makes sense, I guess. I don't play any of these games. I play Apex a bit. Apex is fun, but... You know what's a better game than No Man's Sky? What is? Well, okay. I'm not gonna say better game, because taste is subjective. But a game that I think does what No Man's Sky tried to do a bit better than it mm. is Space Engineers. That game's mm. fucking great. Let's see, I've not played it i know i know a couple of people who are really into it I, I i believe it that game's that game is one of the only games i can think of where planets are planet sized yeah that is really impressive and and you have multiple <laughs> you have many yeah. it's that game is really ambitious, and it runs like shit on any on every machine. <laughs> but if you get into it, there's a lot of cool stuff you can do because the physics engine is like just the right amount of janky. Oh, that's good. Like, so you can do shit like create gravity drives by having a gravity two gravity plates. No, by having a, a, a mass cube and a gravity plate, setting the mass to maximum and setting the gravity to minus. So it pushes the ship at, like, near light speed. Damn. It's great. That's kind of cool. Yeah. It's, it's a weird fucking game, and I, I fucking love that game. Yeah. I used to play it a lot when it was in beta and it's only added shit since then. Yeah. 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 It's a good game. Yeah. Uh, they announced Can... sorry, finish your thing. Oh, it's no. I will always enjoy a game where you can, the game gives you a fucking part of space and you can f- fuck it up completely. Yeah. <laughs> just turning every single piece of nature and every single planet nearby into your fucked up mining facility to build you build <laughs> over some shit. It's good. Good. Yeah. So, so they announced um, the Callisto Protocol. What? I don't know. It comes out in 2022. 
Oh, also, wait, just a note before we leave. It was very evident who expected to win awards and who didn't. Because every time fucking Neil Druckmann comes on screen, he's got, like, a little speech. And it's very, like, rehearsed and nice. And when No Man's Sky won, fucking Sean Murray is, like, just in his office, probably slightly drunk. Just go, like, holy shit, we won, thank you. <laughs> that just goes... It's so fucking good. Fuck Neil Druckmann. Fuck Neil Druckmann. Um, so yeah, Callista Protocol. It's out in 2022. There's no gameplay. Probably. I don't know what the, It's like a horror we'll game. And apparently the, the whole thing is like, we want to make the scariest game ever. Okay. I don't I don't, like what, I don't know what the game is. Have... Yeah. Yeah. Horror games rely too much on jump scares. Yeah. I mean if it's a good horror game, that would be cool. That would be exciting. But after that is the actual like the cool one. This fucking Warhammer 40k Dark Tide takes place on fucking on a fucking hive wall, which is the fucking greatest thing ever. Yeah, there's a fucking opening there. I can see already. It's a real big boy. Yeah, that's 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 Ogrin's a big boy's big boy, but not very smart. Yeah, I think this is this is the Vermintide kind of, but 40k, which isn't really cool. Yeah, those last guns. Hold on, I'm gonna check if they use the right sound effect for the last gun. Alright, let us know. Because last guns canonically make a crack sound instead of a pew sound. Hmm. Because, um... 40k last guns are technically a type of plasma gun. They superheat um, everything the beam comes into contact with, with causing a uh, causing a superheated plasma to form. Wow. Sound effect is acceptable. I'm such a fucking shit ass fan. You girl. fucking fan. Jesus Christ. Ugh, I'm disgusting. Yeah, that, I that, hope that, that game cool. has a fucking. Uh, uh, what? No, I was just saying, that, that game looks really cool. I hope that game has a Thunder Hammer in it because I want a first person Thunder Hammer. That'd be neat. I told you what Thunder Hammers are, right? I think so. You told me a lot of things about Warhammer. Thunder Hammers, uh, they use power fields to cause an explosion on impact. Ooh. Exciting. They are an anti-tank weapon. Nice. <laughs> Which I will I love an anti-tank hammer. Have... Yeah, just an anti-tank melee weapon. Yeah. Because, you know... Sometimes you go fucking smack a tank, you know? That's how it be. Yeah. You just gotta. Yeah. 
So there's then a big, big slew of awards. First one being Best Art Direction, being between FF7 Remake, Ghost of Tsushima, Hades, Ori and the World of the Wisps, and The Last of Us 2. Um, that has to be Hades. Really glad, um, I'm really glad that The Last of Us didn't win this, because that game doesn't really have an art direction. I mean, not not like shit on the artist writing. That game is really pretty. It's super fucking pretty. It does not deserve this award. I didn't win it. The Ghost of Tsushima did. That's fair enough. That game had really good art direction. Yeah, uh, I I would have uh, predicted slash hoped Hades because that game's fucking beautiful. But I'm not mad about Ghost. Ghost was a really good game, and it was very pretty. Um, so best action game was between Doom Eternal, Hades, Half Life Alex, for there, Neo Two, and Streets of Rage Four, and Hades got an award finally. Fucking great! I'm really it's a good I'm, game. I'm really glad about that. Like, it's it's good. Hades is really good. It deserves this a lot. The two games I can see on that list that deserve that award the most are Hades and Doom Eternal. Yeah, I think this is. Uh, I think I, I saw someone's tweet about this. Um, it's not a totally original thought, but it's a uh, thing where like, like Doom twenty sixteen was kind of revolutionary in what it did, um, and just being such a good shooter of that type that was so fresh and new, and Doom Eternal does doesn't really change it up enough to be like as exciting anymore it's still really good but it's you know it's more of the same thing and so the same time, I, though, I get doom, that it didn't win that at the same time though doom 2016 is a shooter doom eternal is a character action game in <laughs> first person yeah there's they, they definitely added some stuff but yeah i'm very happy with the, the hades win for that Apparently, Street Rage Four is really good. I have no idea what Street of Rage is. It's um, an ancient franchise. Yeah, yeah, that's about as far as my knowledge goes. I've never played one, so I don't have an opinion. But apparently, Street of Rage Four was fucking fan- fantastic. So I have not played a Neo game. Uh, apparently, Neo Two is a lot better than One. I didn't like One very much at all because it felt weird. Um. Best virtual reality or augmented reality uh, was between Dreams, Half-Life Alex, Marvel's Iron Man VR, Star Wars Squadrons, and The Walking Dead Saints and Sinners. Most what? of these games I've never heard of. The, what, okay. I heard that Iron Man VR and The Walking Dead 1 are actually fucking terrible. I... I believe that. 100% I believe that. I, I do not believe that like a fucking okay. Marvel's Iron Man VR is going to be good. Best yeah. sports and racing games. Dirt 5, yeah. also, ha- ha- Half-Life Alex one, which is probably fair. Okay, 
looking at the best sports racing games, the nominees are Dirt 5, Foil 1 2020, FIFA 21, and NBA 2K21. Two of those are so terrible that they caused law laws to be fucking brought up for discussion. Um, one of those was so terrible that it caused news. <laughs> and Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 plus 2 is generally a really good game. Yeah, And it won. So, hooray! I don't get what why they keep nominating terrible games, though. Uh, uh, I don't know. It's it's the nature of fucking Most anticipated games, also known as most anticipated game, also known as advertisement. Yeah. Let's advertise these games that aren't out yet. Elden Ring. Elden Ring, a game that we got no gameplay for. A game that doesn't yet. exist. The God of War sequel. God of War sequel, a game that wasn't announced yet. Yeah, I didn't know there was a God of War sequel announced until literally two hours ago. It didn't. No. They didn't announce it yet. They're literally speculating. Wait, wait, Halo no, Infinite. that's... I'm going to look this up, go, keep going. Because when, when the original, when the when Dad of War came out, they said it's going to be a trilogy, but I don't think they actually announced no, any uh, games yet. God of War Ragnarok PS5 release date. There's an article from September. Apparently it exists. There's nothing unknown about it other than that it apparently exists. Um, so pretty much the same as a lot of these. Yeah, Hell Infinite, huh. Horizon Forbidden West. The game no one... Yeah, Hell Infinite, the game that no one's looking forward to. Yeah. Um, Horizon Forbidden West, a game that I thought came out already. Yeah, kind of me too. I didn't. I didn't love the first one because I don't think that game does very well on a controller. It was like I'll I'll play. I I play a lot of games on controllers nowadays, but I think the combat in that was just too twitchy to require to be playable on a controller. Personally, mm. I got uh, a friend who's really into it. I was very excited. Uh, for for her I'm sake, I hope it's good. I I have yeah. I have no investment. Apparently, I hope it's good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Resident Evil Village, a game that is the only game here that we actually know shit about. Yep. And the Breath of the Wild sequel, which we know pretty much nothing about. Um, Elden Ring 1, does that game even what? exist? Who knows? It who, doesn't. Who can say? Okay, look. It's a game that Jared Martin is involved in. G R. Oh no! Is it G or J? It's G. J is Tolkien. Okay, G R Martin. Right. It's a game that fucking Grim is involved in. So, give it twenty years. <laughs> yeah, that's a category with really nothing to say about it. Um, then there's some announcements, which is why we're all really here. Uh, there's a game called Open Roads, which is, is a, a car game. It's like an adventure game. 
cell shaded. It's very pretty. There's nothing about it. There's a very short, like, cinematic trail. There's two ladies sitting in a car. One of them looks at a so book. There's a, okay. key, there's a key in the book. Um, I don't, I don't know. If there's no gameplay, fucking fuck it. I'm not excited until there's gameplay. I have no opinion of this. Other than the trail is pretty. Um, Disco Elysium guess is getting a definitive. Yeah, a definitive vision. Fully voice acted. They added a bunch creepy. of stuff. Uh, that game has a lot of dialogue in it. I'm glad. I'm I'm kind of glad I haven't played it yet, because <laughs> now I can just play this version. I don't. I, uh, I don't. I don't know if they said they they're adding voices to all the stats, but what? Uh, I don't know because like all your stats and all your skills are character or voice or like yes. dialogued. I don't know about the stats, but the skills are listed as characters, so I can only imagine the skills will be voice acted. Um, from what I've it's heard, very exciting. Everything is going to be voice acted. Yeah, that's. Everything. genuinely really exciting this is a game i've been kind of sitting on and waiting for when i'm gonna actually play it yeah this seems as good as time as ever it comes out uh at some point either late this year I or early hear, next year and i hear that game is pretty all right yeah. uh, it's march 2021 and it's a free upgrade if you already own it which i do so i'll play it in march hey. Yeah. They announced Dragon so, Age. It's nothing. No gameplay. Nothing. Dragon Age. Fucking where? Dragon Age. It's a Dragon Age is cinematic this a trailer. This is a sequel. It's the next one. Dragon Age hasn't been good since the first game. I I have no opinion. I I've got I've got a friend who really loves the series. For, again, as I think, it, I hope it's good. I have no investment, and I have no information. I know someone. I know someone that loves the second game, and to that, to the people that love the second game, I, I will say you are allowed to be wrong. <laughs> you are allowed to be wrong about the things you think are good. Um, oh, that's this, I recognize this bald man. The bald man with the spiky ears. My opinion is objectively correct. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Get out of here. <laughs> I fucking love saying that. No, it's... You shut your mouth. Dragon Age 2 is not a good game. You're allowed to like it. But I will judge you. <laughs> Yeah, apparently it's just called Dragon Age, which I kind of hate, but... I don't like that. Yeah, that's dumb. Um, they announced hey, um, Endless Dungeon. There's nothing. There's a cinematic trailer. Or is there gameplay, actually? I think there was, like, a touch of gameplay. Next. It's top-down. I have literally no idea. They announced Crimson Desert. Which is wait, endless dungeon? Is it by the people that made endless space? Maybe. An endless is legend. Is it 
was it by um uh, uh fucking the Porsche was Iceberg Entertainment for the for Endless Space. Uh, Amplitude Sega. Sweeping through the okay. trailer. It's by the people that made Endless. If it's because if it's by Amplitude, then it's probably in the Endless series, which was Endless Space. Mm. Space, Endless Legend, and Dungeon of the Endless. Yep. Those games are fucking good. I I know some stuff about it. I think... I'm going to double check. Yes, they're yes. making Endless Dungeon. And Endless Legend is one of those games that I bought and I've never played. I really need someone to play that game with. Because um, I would love to try to get into it. But I haven't played it with anyone. I will fucking I used to own it and I don't anymore. I might buy it just to play it with you. I'm down for that. That'd be really fun. Cuz those are good games. Yeah. And so, they're all despite being different games taking place in different times, they are all in the same universe. That's and cool. have a connection between them. Nice. Like you can find you can find the endless uh you can find the du- the dungeon of the endless in endless space too. Oh, that's nice. I I watched a video about endless space actually. It looks cool. I don't know if it's the sort of thing I'd be into, but it looks like a really cool game. Um. Anyway, then okay, there's so Cri- one, Crimson, Crimson Desert. Desert. It's very pretty. It's a cinematic trailer. It's like an action game. Fucking. Oh, that's actually some gameplay. Yeah, this, this like, yeah. this like the kind of gameplay they put in cinematic trailers. There's not like real gameplay, but yeah. it's whatever. No, there's no UI. This, this UI yeah, in in like it. in like half second shots. You get like little Why little hits of UI. Ashamed of being. Why are video games ashamed of being video games? Because they want to be like Hollywood. Because then the. Game journalists' parents will finally respect them. Well, they already have their own Me Too movement. For <laughs> you need to relax. <laughs> you need to calm down. Look, I'm saying is they like the movie industry in all the wrong places. Sure. Sure. Did you see that Ubisoft has increased has uh, increased their revenue this year? I'm so happy for them. Fuck Ubisoft. Fuck Ubisoft. Anyway, best narrative is between Hades, The Last of Us Two, Ghost of Tsushima, Final Fantasy Seven Remake, and Thirteen Sentinels: Aegis Rim. Um, okay. Hades was robbed. Thirteen Sentinels was robbed. Ghost was robbed. It's The Last of Us. Thirteen Sentinels was so robbed in this. It is fucking un. Like, like this. Like, I'm not actually like pressed about the award because obviously they're all fucking bullshit. Like, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not pretending that these are legitimate awards. I feel. Like, I feel. I feel like such a dickhead, but. The fact that 30 Sentinels didn't win is genuinely approaching unacceptable. <laughs> yeah. It is that, so upsetting that that game didn't that, win. That game's approach to fucking narrative is incredible. 
It is that might so be with yeah. this fucking game. Yeah. It's funny because it's the leaked game, but fucking insane. I mean, it didn't win because it's Japanese and it, it's vanillaware, so it looks like it, it. It looks like that. It doesn't have the like. It's actually pretty that instead of looking real realistic. Yeah, that game's fucking gorgeous. So I mean, yeah, it's fucking vanilla. Right? Of course, it's beautiful. Vanillaware's fucking visuals, uh, despite the fact they have no budget, always look like money. Yeah, because they they know how to use their fucking money, and they know how to use their artists. And also, Hades... Okay. But fucking certain Sentinels deserve that award. You've played a lot more Hades than I do, and I've heard from... Everything I've heard you talk about has put this game higher and higher in the narrative category for me. So fucking Hades you go, go off. to having a narrative in a roguelike game is borderline revolutionary. The way yeah. that game does storytelling is something I have never seen a roguelike game do before. It's fucking... The fact that the last part two won over that one, despite the fact that one of the biggest complaints everyone had about that game is the fact that the narrative is fucking terrible. Yeah. And the storytelling is done fucking... Like the... Like a fucking amateur college screenwriter. Like, I, I keep going on about it. I keep talking about Last of Us. I wish I could stop talking about The Last of Us. But the narrative in that game is really bad. Like, it's so bloated and poorly edited and weird. And, like, it's some of the writing is good. Some of it's really bad. Like, thematically, it's just weird. Like, I think it's weird to make a game that's like, this is supposed to make you feel miserable. Like, that's so fucking weird. Why? Why? The thing, it fails in doing that because there are games that do that and succeed. Because fucking papers yeah, play but Yeah, exactly. But like, it's just like, it. it's like it's about, it's the violence is never ending. It's like, yeah, I just got fucking bored. I got angry. I got angry at all the characters you assassinated of how Joel is an idiot in this game. Also, I, I just want to point out, like, fucking, um, Joel, like, people that go, oh, how could they do my boy Joel dirty? And it's like, yeah, Joel's a piece of shit. Yeah, the and, entire story yeah. of the last of us part one is the fact that Joel is a piece of yeah. shit. Th- this, I mean, I, I'm going to go into two characters. I'm going to go into Joel and his brother, whose name is something. What the fuck is his brother's name? Because it's he. Let's he call him Cole. <laughs> Joel Hold and on. Cole. What? Joel brother. What's his fuck? Tommy. That's his face. Tommy. So, because I, I'm going to spoil The Last of Us. If if you, if you care about The Last of Us, you know this already. And if if you if you've literally been alive for the last year, you know about this. So Joel dies really early on. It's the whole crux of the game. It's revenge. 
Joe fucking dies, and the way he dies is so. Because f- he just like they get they're out in the woods. It's him, him and Tommy, and they run into Abby, who's the villain or other playable character. Villain quote quotations, and they run into her, and they're like, "We gotta go away from the zombies." And then they they get to like her, like where her gang is hiding out in this like abandoned like hotel or whatever. And they're like, they get within the gates, and they like locked in, like, "Oh, we're safe!" And they start throwing fucking molotovs at the zombies to deter them. And Joel's just like. Let's go in here and hang out with these people. And then he goes in and goes, My name's Joel. <laughs> this my brother Tommy. And they go, Oh, fuck, that's him. And they go, It's like, Sounds like you guys have heard of us before. It's like, Eve. And they just get fucking killed. And the, the, like, people go like, Oh, but he's been living in peace. For It's like, when the when the Last of Us one starts, there's the prologue and then the game starts. When that game starts, he's been in this shit for I think twenty years, mm. being like a smuggler. And then that whole game happens, and then I think there's like I don't remember exactly. It's a, it's a couple of years that he's been living effectively at peace in this city, but it's not at peace. They're going out on patrols and like. He's he's always like mellowed out a little bit, but he's not like he's not just become a normal person again. The fact that they had to write him becoming an idiot to get him owned so that the story could happen is so shitty. And then Tommy, who's like in the first game, he keeps going like it's like, hey, I know you did all this to survive. Maybe it wasn't fucking worth it. The, he he's then like becomes this like mad revenge demon, and he like after Ellie settles down, he's he he comes back and he's like, "You gotta go get revenge again." It's like, why, why are you like this? Like he he is the one number one person who would have gone like, yeah, everyone's grieving, but he like he got what was coming to him, like. There's no reason he should he it doesn't make it doesn't not make sense that he died. Like, yeah, he got fucking killed because he killed a lot of people. I don't know. That game's that game's narrative is fucking terrible. Let's move on. (laughs) Fucking also people go buy thirteen sentinels. Go buy thirteen sentinels. That game didn't sell very well and they deserve Fucking, it's a great fucking game. Be prepared to take notes. It's got time travel in it. Take a lot of notes. It's got time travel. A lot of notes. To pay it, fucking. There's details in that game where you're like, oh, that's like you don't notice them, and then it just turns out to be a fucking big deal, like three time jumps later. They're like, wait a second. Wait a fucking second. What are you, 120 years old? What the fuck? How's that work? That game, I fucking, that game goes places. It- um, so I, I, I haven't uh, really touched it myself. 
Um, I I need to I need to buy it and play it, but yeah, I've 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 heard enough about that game to know I would fucking love it. It's fucking wild. Mm. There's stuff there that you like. Going back to the first scene in the game with the context of the rest of the game, you're like, holy shit. Literally everything was telegraphed. That's a game that's going to be fucking wild on a second playthrough. Oh yeah. The game's fucking amazing and Vanillaware deserves money for it. They do. They make good games Mm. and good art. Also buy Hades. Buy Hades, yeah. You know to buy Hades. Hades Go buy it. It's cheap. It's fucking... It's disgustingly cheap. So now there's four boring announcements. Okay. They're adding the Swedish chef to Overcooked. That's neat. Okay. Super Mario 3D World and Bowser's Fury. It's coming to Switch, I guess. Super Mario. Isn't that the one that's getting a limited time release? I don't even know. I fucking hope not. That'd be idiotic. Oh, Nintendo's um, doing a fucking... There's... No, it's the old fucking Mario 64 and a bunch of oh, other yeah, old yeah, Mario yeah. games yeah, are getting a limited time release. Yeah, it's the 64 Sunshine and Galaxy. It's a limited time. Why? Get it while you can. Yeah, but the di- limited time digital release. They're doing the same thing with um, they do they did a uh, retranslation of I think the first Fire Emblem released on the eShop for six dollars. That's a limited time release. Why? Darn. Why are Nintendo introducing limited shelf life to digital games? Because then people will buy them because they have to. Yeah, but. That's you're limiting the amount of money you can make. Yeah, but it works. With an infinite time to buy the game, there's an infinite amount of money to be made on yeah. it. And people are excited to play the, to be able to actually legitimately play these games. You can't. If I could, if I could just buy old games end. on the eShop, I'd give you so much money, Nintendo. You can't keep going emulation bad and then not give people a way to buy your fucking game. And then put up a, a ROM on the eShop for $6 and then take it away next year. A bad ROM. Hmm. Don't forget, Nintendo emulation, official emulation is always fucking terrible. Yeah, those games are like emulated real weird. Um, Just get yourself yeah. an Xbox Series X and use it to emulate. Yeah. Um, I mean, um... Emulation, but no, emulation no, is not legal. No, emulation is completely legal as long as you have your own copy of the game and rip your own uh, BIOS for yeah. the emulation. So if you if you it's, bought the console, you bought the game, you can emulate it as much as you fucking want. It's like that when they took down the me- uh, online melee tournament. Like most of the people who are going to be playing that fucking own that game. Like, most of the people who play Melee own many copies of Melee. Okay, 
to you, there's a piece of ancient video game history. They have done the same thing for a tournament that used a live hot-modded fucking GameCube where you put in your legitimate copy of Melee and it modded the game live on the console. Jesus. So it's a console that you bought from them and a copy that you bought from them. And they still took it down because modding bad. Piracy bad. Even when it's not piracy because it's using a copy that you bought. I was, I was uh, reading reading about some piracy stuff and there was, I think it was Gabe Newell gave like a really good, like a speech or an interview where he was like, if, the, if I can get a pirated copy of a game from the comfort of my home on my PC and it'll be here within 15 minutes and I'll be able to play it. And to buy it legitimately, it's sixty dollars at a store I have to travel to. Then the pirate is more valuable; it's providing a more valuable service to me. Mm. So there's no reason why I shouldn't do that. Piracy is has piracy is a service problem. Piracy is is a sign that you're fucking up the way you're doing your service. Piracy has. Piracy has never negatively impacted the game sales. Mm. I think um, I think I mentioned this um, uh, on another on another episode. Maybe it was on content. It was either on just a stream or like on another two bit. Uh, where there's a game called Star Sector. It's like a it's a it's a space game. It's really cool. You should play it. It's like twenty bucks. Um, it's like this. Um, huge like space uh, game and it's called like a whole economy and you can like start your own companies and you go around and have battles and you do trading it's it's a little bit um elite dangerous kind of mm. it's it's really pretty it's 2d it's made by like three people it's you have to buy it on a website that looks like it's from the year 2000 that's always good and uh seth seth the uh, scene made a video about it I was like, here's this cool game. I'm making a funny YouTube video like like he's want to do. And at the end, he went, it's $20. Here's my actual CD key if you want to try it. I was like, here's the CD key. Like, it works. It's not DRM protected. Just download the launcher, stick it in, and you can play it. That game's sales shot up to such a... Like, they... Like, I think the site went down for like, for like a few days. Like, they got so many sales in a video that was like, here's this game, this is how it works, it's real cool. Here's a way you can play it for free. Here's my CD key. And people went, like, some people just bought it, some people tried it through the CD key and went, this is rad, Let's, I'll buy it. And, like, if if piracy worked how these companies pretend they think it does, then they would have made, like, no sales off of that. Because... They wouldn't need to. Mm. It's stupid. It's really stupid. It's whatever. I just looked at a comment on the video you mentioned, and the, f- the top comment what is, um, I bought a copy for me and another friend, and they emailed me to make sure I meant to buy two. Yeah, exactly. They're like, it's like this two or three people like indie company. It's really fucking cool. Like that's the sort of, that's the sort of games that we like. You should you should totally check out that game. Check out the video. It's 
a really, really cool game. Especially since I, I know, I, I, I know you like space and shit. I like space and I like ship customization. And I, I, I will share with you a moment from the, the video uh, where he goes, like, the moment this game amazed me like he was uh, like trading on the black market because on the black market you don't need to have to deal with trade tariffs. He's like a trading on the black market, and there was like a patrol ship uh, flagged him down to like, hey, let's check what's in the cargo. It's like I'll jettison my my dodgy cargo out into space. He'll check everything's fine. He'll leave. I'll pick it back up, and the patrol ship went like, all right, everything's clear. Um, funny story. Found some contraband over there. It's like just a little bit that way. It's not yours, is it? No. Good. We'll just confiscate and destroy that. <laughs> it's like it's the fucking coolest shit. That game is okay, like fucking that. incredible. And it's got like a huge, it's super mod friendly. It's got like a huge modding community. Some of them completely like change the game, add whole new features and whole new things. It's amazing. Anyway, go go play Star Sector. Yeah. I appreciate that game. I haven't played it, but I, but I appreciate yeah. it. It's really neat. Okay. Boring announcement number three. This Unreal Tournament content for Warframe. Something something Epic Game Store. Blah. Uh, Call of Duty uh, Black Ops Cold War. Warzone. Season 1. Blah. Moving on. Uh, there's the world Don't premiere. Don't forget to buy your non-political Call of Duty games. <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, Ronald Reagan respects your non-binary pronouns. The Cold War sure wasn't a political time. It's fine. <laughs> um, the fucking, uh, <laughs> the Cold War, not, yeah, right. The war that was fought yeah. entirely politically and with proxy wars. It's fine. Oh. I, I, we yelled about non-political accord on a different one on a, a different episode so let's not get into I, it but yeah that I, shit's I so out, funny my mom grew up in Soviet in the Soviet Union yep um her father was part of the Soviet military I live in the Middle East I think I can I can tell people, and I feel like my opinion on this is uh, is uh, based on reality. The Cold War was very political. <laughs> As bold, I I appreciate you taking the time on our program to make. I think this really needed to be said. I I I thank you for saying, for being so brave. Thank you. Um. Yeah, the the Call of Duty devs are fucking cowards. They're it's bitch really cowards. Funny. Apparently, the game's super good on PS4 though. PS5 with a fucking haptic with a controller. That game's like sex three. I feel like haptic the, the haptic shit is just gonna be a fucking cheat to make every game better. Yeah. Like I think I mentioned this uh, on some on some content, but. There's a, a lot of content creators who I follow who are like reasonable people and skeptical of gimmicks and stuff going like, yeah, no, this is the best ever. 
This is making games many times better. I like how everyone thought RTX was going to be the new big feature, but no, it's fucking haptic feedback on the new controllers. Yeah. Like, who cares about graphics? Give me this fucking... <laughs> fucking gives a shit. So anyway, um, then they announced a game called Season. Um, there is no gameplay. There is no nothing. It looks kind of pretty. Oh, it looks very pretty. It's beautiful. I don't know what it is. There's some kid on a bike. Well, there's no gameplay. We skip it. Fuck it. Yep. The next. Games for impact. The next one presented by. Famous video game person Gal Gadot. Is it Gal Gadot? Okay. I remember people talking it's about not... how to pronounce her name. I. Here's the thing. Foreign people, as in not from Israel and people that are Hebrew speakers, call her Gal Gadot. I don't know why. The actual pronunciation of her name is Gal Gadot. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that's what I heard. I just... Because, like, in the West, we would assume that, because, like, in French and all language, like, a, a T at the end of something would be silent. But, yeah, I remember people going, like, hey, that's not how you fucking pronounce it. That's not real. There's... Godot is not a name. Because yeah. Godot is... A, it's a word with meaning. It's an actual word. It's not fuck. It's it's also the name of a fucking town. It's not a. Hmm. It's not just a fucking thing. Also, I need to ask you something, which you probably hmm. will will know because I fucking don't. But remember, people uh, when this came out, and like a little bit after, people going like, people talking about like Gal Gadot being like a Zionist, and I'm not sure what that uh, entails. <laughs> Okay. It's a and people going like, "Hey, Zionist? stop putting her in shit. She's a she's a shitty." Uh, hey, uh, this is editing Arvid again. Um, at this point, I was just kind of reading something I saw someone say on Twitter, and it kind of became a whole discussion. So uh, we decided to put a content warning here. At, at this point, right at the start, right at the, the, the start of the thing. Um, because, well, I don't, I'm, I'm, I'm just listening because I don't know shit about this stuff. But uh, score goes into stuff about um, war and trauma and the history of Israel and the military and um, uh, that sort of thing. And that may not be the most fun thing to listen to that might like if that sounds like something you don't want to listen to then here's a content warning uh i'm gonna put a, a timestamp at the very top of the show notes it'll be like the first thing like first line of the show notes you should see it right away um just go there it'll be the end of the discussion um and yeah thank you Stay safe. Bye bye. But I don't. At this point, is a fucking meaningless term. She was born in Israel. She was raised in Israel, 
And that brings with it a certain caveat, which is people here grew up usual in a very militaristic, Israel is a very militaristic country because it has been in war since it was founded. This leads to people having a very nationalistic and defensive view of the country, even if they don't like it. Like, people will, inside the country, talk about how much of a terrible fucking place it is and how much we hate fucking everything about it, but the moment they go out, they will defend it because it's viewed as, like, criticism against the country is criticism against the people in it and Jewish people in general. And Jewish people are very, very terrified of anti-Semitism, even if something isn't anti-Semitism. Any hint of something that can lead to it is seen as an actual fucking threat. Because we're Mm. so used to the fact that if someone doesn't like you, chances are they're gonna fucking kill you. Okay. It's a fucking thing. Um, she is actually really disliked here by the government and the military because they view her as anti-Zionist. So the fact that outside of the country she's seen as one is fucking hilarious. Yeah. I just want to clarify. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. This is just something I heard and I thought I'd get the actual info on what this means. Don't yell at um, me. Zionist is, oh, I'm not yelling at you. I'm just no. I mean, the, I mean the reasons. Zionism um, is a thing that uh, it's a type of movement that began post World War Two when pogroms and violence against Jewish people was increasing nonstop to the point of. It started because there was the opinion, a growing opinion that Jewish people cannot protect themselves and cannot live in any country unless they get their own country. Hmm. It got twisted over time and turned into a very militaristic excuse for committing incredibly awful actions against people, against the people that now, that by then lived and settled in what is now Israel. Fun fact, the original plan was to put, uh, to build the new Israel in Africa um, because uh, the Americans, because Europe just didn't want to fucking deal with having Jewish people in it. The reason Israel was chosen is partially because of the religious movement, um, by the Orthodox community, which refused to settle anywhere but Israel. This was seen as a very controversial move back then, is, and still is now. Um, the original solution was to divide the area of Israel into two separate countries, which did not go, f- which was actually the agreement that the UN uh, came to decide on, which in uh, 1946, Israel was declared as independent. The day that happened, Israel got attacked by every single country around uh, because 
when they made that decision, no country in the Middle East voted for it. I see. Which has led to a lot of bad blood ever since then, because despite Israel being UN-recognized, oh, back then it was uh, the Council of Nations, I think, uh, there was no agreement in the Middle East on it, so people were moved here, but there's already people here, everyone tries to kill each other, shit goes like fucking terrible. And the thing that people always forget when discussing this entire issue is Israel exists in the Middle East right now. Really, you can't really change that. And the fact is that this entire situation happened because Europe and America didn't didn't want to fucking tackle the fact that anti-Semitism was growing and didn't want to deal with the minorities that were in danger at the time. So they just threw it at other minorities and just went, let them all kill each other. Hmm. Hmm. So when people go free Palestine or uh, Israel should exist, they're ignoring the fact that there's a lot of historical and social co- context to both of these issue these issues, and they're ignoring the fact that the reason this mess happened in the first place is once again because Europe and the West in its entirety just went, just didn't want to do anything. So Hmm. they just gave up and said, fuck it. (laughs) Throw them there. We don't care. We don't want to solve this. Let them fix it. Fucking. Oh. Yeah. Um, When people go say those stuff, they're also ignoring the fact that people in the Middle East don't want war. The two-country solution is something that most people are for on both sides. The reason there's a lot of actual conflict is mainly, like, is mainly the actual governments and the people in power and not the least not in a, in a very large amount motivated by uh, interference from the West and funding from countries like the US. It's a big complicated issue. I'm not a historian. I was just fucking born here and taught the things they teach us in history class, which is mostly propaganda, because we live in a fucking dystopian horror place, um, where fucking uh, war has become such an old part of life, to the point that when I speak to people younger than me, a lot of them don't even know why we're at war anymore. They don't know what they're fighting for. They don't know what what they're dying for and what their friends are dying for. And that's fucked. Yeah. 
but yes, yeah, it's yeah. a fucking weird complex issue, and reducing it to calling people, oh, you're Zionist, oh, you're anti-Zionist, really devalues from just how fucked up this entire thing is. I will also say right now, war crimes are bad. I am not in any way defending any of the awful actions done by the country that, that I live in. Israel has done a lot of fucked up shit. But at the same time, people that look at this from the outside need to remember that everything you see is propaganda from both sides. You are not seeing what is actually happening. Relying on information you're getting from social media or from American news or Western media sources is most of the time fucking bullshit that removes a lot of the context for why things are happening. Sorry, it's just a very complicated yeah. subject. I didn't mean to do a big rant. No, no absolutely. Getcha. I mean, it's it's not something that you can really talk about in the, in the short terms, and you can do it any justice. Yeah, it's it's. Harsh one, because I heard people yelling, of... and I don't understand why. But now I do slightly more. It's also the kind of thing where people of the time use um, use the conflict in the Middle East as an excuse to be racist towards either Jewish people or Muslim people. I've seen it used as an excuse to fucking do horrible, awful shit. Like, um, do you know about H3H3? Yeah. I personally don't, don't like them much, but... Um, if you ever look at Hila's Twitter account, on almost every fucking tweet she does, you will see people saying the most awful anti-Semitic shit and calling her an actual monster because she was in the Israeli military, ignoring the fact that in Israel military service is mandatory and refusal to serve will is, is a jailable offense. You will go to prison for years and without a military service record you are not eligible for most jobs you're not eligible for most like renting contracts and you have basically ruined your fucking life if you don't go into the military damn also All she right. was not a she was also not in a combat role she was an office clerk she worked in an office the reason there's photos of people of every person that served in the military with a gun is because when you're a soldier, you carry a gun because there's a non-zero chance of you getting kidnapped in the street. <sighs> My dad taught us to taught um, students in the military and his favorite student got kidnapped and was never seen again. He was 18 years old. Wow. Jesus. Two other students of his got shot. One got stabbed at a bus station. And he has still has a license to carry firearms because for the rest of his life, there is always going to be a chance that someone is going to kidnap him. 
nobody here wants to do this stuff. We don't have a choice. There is no choice here. There is no going for the high road, because it's not available to anyone that isn't fucking rich or in the government. And people use that as an excuse to just treat people like monsters because they had the gall to not go to prison for two years and then live the rest of their life in the street. Because they chose to be in, to be an office worker in the military. And fuck the military, but yeah. If you use, if anyone listening to this uses an excuse to uh, uses fucking the war in the Middle East as an excuse to be racist towards Muslim people or towards Jewish people, fuck you. Eat shit and die. It is a thing with people that live here to be scared and never tell anyone where you live. Because there's a 50-50 chance that when you tell someone that, you will just start receiving abuse. That's also why I don't talk I don't talk about where I'm from on a lot of these streams anymore. Damn. Yeah. Well I've learned it's some a... shit. Mm. <laughs> Like, I, I've learned real fast, whenever I'm on a big stream, not to talk about where I'm from. Like, if there's more than two or three people, if there's more than, like, five people in the chat, I'm not going to talk on anything that's happening. I could be getting bombed at that time, but I will not mention it, because the moment I do, people start will start to just fucking spout uninformed bullshit and go, like, just say things that they don't understand the context of. And it is real tiring to see people treat the my life and the life of everyone I know as a fucking some kind of weird game. As like a fucking gotcha for their arguments. Sorry, that got real fucking. Yeah. Uh, no, that's not. That's right. I feel like I should. I feel like we should have done this off content. I'm. I'm sorry. If you. If this was not something you wanted to talk about. No, it's. It's just. It's not. I'm. Okay. I will always happily talk about this stuff. It's just a very serious subject, so I treat it that way. Yeah, um, absolutely. I get talk about it because I would. I know that every single thing I can say about this can be taken out of context, and I know that every single thing that I get wrong, like, is actively hurtful towards people affected by this. So I try to explain everything and treat it as a, treat it as seriously as I can. It would be disrespectful to do anything otherwise. And, um, yeah. Yeah. But that's also no, why I, 
at the same time, I also joke about the fact that I get bombed every other fucking week and uh, <laughs> the fact that I sometimes sleep in a bomb shelter. <laughs> I think the first time I ever... Um, the, the first time I ever uh, like, the, talked to any of you was while I was getting bombed. Jesus. Uh, yeah, I remember that I was... Uh, that was on my second year of uni, and um, we just the just fucking just one day uh, a new other operation started, and we we're getting bombed. Um, so I was like with my laptop in the in the hallway of my apartment building, um, just standing there because it's um, reinforced in case of bombing because my uni is in a town that gets bombed a lot. Um, <laughs> And I remember uh, that day. I uh, I just like I was just like <laughs> I'm getting bombed right now, and people were like, "What?" And then I saw someone in a chat being like, "Oh, you're getting bombed too." And we had this like nice moment of, "Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was great." Yeah. And then um, and then my parents drove here through uh, like the fact that the roads were closed. And we uh, started driving to uh, their home city while getting bombed and literally seeing the bombs drop uh, within view and the ground shaking. Um, and then my dad's car fucking started smoking, which was Damn. real bad. Damn. So we had to stop at a gas station with explosions uh, in the sky and uh, within view to fix his uh, engine. It was it was a fucking hilarious fucking experience. We just bought sandwiches and stood there in a gas station, being like, "Hmm, this sure is happening right now." <laughs> and then I remember I was I remember looking at my phone, being like, "Oh fuck yeah, uni's cancelled this week." <laughs> yeah, I don't need to uh, go to school. It's like Americans when it snows. The second time it happened um, was. We just fucking decide, okay, fuck it, we're just gonna go to the uni library because our university's library is also a bomb shelter. Um, so we were like, fuck, we need to study. Worst case scenario, we're already in a bomb shelter, so who cares? Damn. Yeah, it's fucking dumb. Um, yeah. I've got so many fucking stories about that shit. Yeah, living with oh, yeah. fucking bombings is no fun. Loud noises, uh, fucking loud noises actually trigger me at this point. I can't watch certain movies because um, whenever there's a loud noise, I get an anxiety attack. Which is also why I can't finish uh, hot, Super Hot my Mind Control Delete. Because mm. the noise they use for the uh, dog boss is a bomb siren. Which is oh, yeah, I remember, you, I remember you, uh, you talking about it when I streamed that at one point. Yeah. The noise is a bomb siren, which means whenever it happens, I fucking... I get cold sweat. Yeah. No, Jesus, I can only imagine... 
And that's why games need to have trigger warnings on them. Yay. This is fun, fucking fun stuff. It's very I fun remember, stuff. I still remember we had a, you know, it's a, I'm, I'm, we've gone way off topic, but I still remember we had a final at uni and they had a fucking bomb alarm test in the middle of our final. Oh my and were god. Like, and we were like, fuckers, are you serious? How are we supposed to focus? Yeah. Like, god damn. Shit's ridiculous. That was fucking math final, too. Ugh. Needless to say, I am very glad that I am studying from home now. Oh, God, Although yeah. I haven't had a war in a while. Oh. It's been a while since the last war. I wonder when the next one's scheduled. That's a <laughs> an in-joke based on the fact that we sometimes literally know ahead of time when a war is going to happen. Jesus. Because we're like, okay, someone got assassinated, I give it I give it like a week before the bombs start dropping, maybe seven days before ground, before any ground action. Oh, school got bombed. I give it four days. By the way, schools get bombed here a lot, and so do uh, um, kindergartens. Oh, that's great. That's my grandma. Very good. My grandma has PTSD from that because she's a kindergarten worker. We should put a Man. fucking trigger warning before this section of the podcast. We should. I'll. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, I'll do that in post. I'll I'll get off the topic, but yeah. Um, <laughs> to the to your question, Gal Gadot is by people in Israel is viewed as anti-Zionist. By people outside of Israel, is viewed as Zionist because it's a weird double standard. Now let's and, talk about the game award she presented. Yes. Uh, <laughs> which one was it? Was this is Games for Impact, um, which is it's the one where they where they they have to put like some games that people actually like in here. So this is where they stick like the sad indie games. Um, oh. <laughs> so the the nominees were uh, if found. Kentucky Route Zero, Spiritfarer, this is the one of them I've actually played, Tell Me Why, and Through the Darkest of Times. I've literally nothing, I have no information about any of these. I've played Spiritfarer, I think that game's really good. Um, I think that's a really cool little game. I don't know much about any of the others. Tell Me Why one, it's like an episodic narrative game. Games for Impact has not made sense ever since that Dragon Cancer didn't win. Do you know what that? Oh yeah, is? that didn't win, did it? Yeah, the fact that that game didn't win was like fucking outrageous. That's fucked up. For those that don't know, this um, that Dragon Cancer is a game made by a father after his son died of cancer, his baby child, and it's a game about dealing with cancer as a small child. Yeah, I remember that game. God, I haven't thought about it for ages. That game was... Jesus, that game. 
And ooh, the fact ooh, that boy. That, I don't even remember what game won that year, but the fact that it didn't is fucking outrageous. You can't get much stronger than I made a game about my child that died of cancer. Oh, that it... Oh, it it won emotional indie games. At, what? Wait. Emotional Games Awards 2016. It won Best Emotional Indie Game. The fuck does that mean? At the get? No, it did. It did win Games for I Impact. Yeah. Impact. What did I think won then? Let's see. The game was 2016. Um. Uh, that that you had Blockhead, Orwell, Sea Hero Quest, and 1979 Revolution Black Friday. Uh, don't, oh, it's by Numinous. I know that name. What, what do they do? What do they make? Did this war of mine ever win any awards? I hope so. That game's fucking fantastic. That game is used in schools as an educational tool now. That's fucked up. Yeah. But it's also a sign of just how incredible that fucking game is. Yeah. This goal of mine is, I feel like, the best fucking game I've ever seen that to, that actually delivers the fact that war is hell. Oh yeah, that game is horrifically oppressive. Oh, it's in Poland. It, in Poland it uses, it's used as a, an educational tool. Oh. Cool. It's, it's been added to uh, the recommended readings. That, make, that makes sense. It's fucked up that it is there, but it makes sense that it is. If there's any place that is familiar with the horrors of war, it's Poland. <laughs> yeah. Even though Poland has now banned mention of the of World War Two. Oh. Yeah. If I remember, the prime minister is a Holocaust denier. Oh, she's fucking for real. Ah. Anyway, the next announcement's Vin Diesel. This fucking Vin Diesel. He's fighting. He's yeah, fighting dinosaurs. Oh, I, I was hoping Vin Diesel was talking about the Indian yeah. man. <laughs> no, he's not presenting. He's in the trailer. It's a big old CG Vin Diesel. Wait, what? So this was a trailer oh, God, that, yeah. that no one fucking understood what it was. They were like, "What the fuck is this? What's this game?" Oh, it's a dinosaur? Oh, there's a Vin Diesel. There he is. It's fucking Ark 2? It's Ark 2, baby. What the fuck? So there's Ark 2, and in 2022, they're making an Ark anime. I'm sorry, what? They're making an Ark anime. Or or an animated series, because I think it's from the West. Um... The, uh, they're making an animated series of the dinosaur game. Does Ark have a story? Ah, don't know. It's got dinosaurs. The 
the the animated series looks cool. It's very pretty. It's got cool dinosaur combat. Pretty epic. Huh. Yeah. Don't know much to say about it. I have I don't play Ark because I don't play survival games. Um, but if you like Ark, there's another one. There's another. There's the second one coming. Next was Fall Day Season Three, December fifteenth. Next was Elite Dangerous. Yeah, it's something called Odyssey Elite Dangerous. Um, it's coming early twenty twenty one. There's no gameplay. There's apparently in-game footage. Oh, there's a bit of gameplay. They got guns now. There's shooting, shooting right. gameplay. In in. In Elite Dangerous? Yeah, it looks like you're going to be actually like controlling a character now. Why? That's kind of interesting. Why is... Why, though? Isn't the thing know. that people love about that game the fact that you're a space trucker? I mean, the, the last I heard about, they the last I checked in, they added so you could play as like a rover vehicle and fucking go down on the surface of planets and shit. Now apparently you can be a dude with a rifle and go on planets Isn't and shit. Is Elite Dangerous turning into Star Citizen but existing? Maybe. Oh my god, there's... I keep hearing about stuff. There's people on my timeline who genuinely simp for Star Citizen and I don't fucking understand it. It's a cult. Yeah, they're like, uh, is this a, uh, he was like, he plays a lot of Star Citizen and someone else was like, hey, I saw your stream, this looks cool, how do I get into it? And like, well, you buy a thing and you get a ship, but you're not, you're not buying it to play a video game, you're buying it to see a video game being built. What you will do is play it and think it's cool and then get bored because there's not much to do and then the next patch you do that again. And I'm like, this does that's terrible. That doesn't sound like a good advertisement. That's because Star Citizen is a scam and a cult. And I'm not joking about either. It no, I actually with evidence both. Yeah, there was it was like it's like, but watch out! I the thing that's made me block the most people on Twitter is tweeting about Star Citizen. It's like, yeah, you're in a cult. You're in a weird pyramid schemey cult, my dude. Yes. It's weird. I don't fucking understand. I don't know, like, I don't know how people still sim for Star Citizen in fucking tw- the year of our Lord twenty twenty. I'm just checking how much money that game raised so far. It's unknown how much it got from people buying the massive money. Can I just point out? Yep. Even if that game fucking ever comes out, and it won't, why would anyone want to play a game that is has this many microtransactions? I don't know. I don't. I genuinely don't know. I don't. If that game comes out, it's got like if it comes out, people are going to. At the moment it comes out, already have everything and be in the final with every single thing in the game at the final level of the game. 
So what's the point? I don't know. Oh, it's, it's fucking bizarre. I genuinely don't know. Also, I just checked. It's unknown how much the game got from um, people buying my transactions for a game that doesn't exist. Um, but it, on crowdfunding, um, it raised $300 million. And it also received investments of $63.25 million, which is a total of $363.25 million in funding. Yay. That's a lot of money. That should be enough money to make a video game. One would think. It should. I don't want to talk about Star Citizen anymore. It's a scam fucking the company has spent so far 193 million dollars fuck you on what that's not true yeah they they have in between 2012 to 2017 it already spent 193 million dollars fucking how i don't know and the people are advertising it as like it's not done, and also it's kind of boring because there's nothing to do, but it gets patched every three months. It's like, oh. Uh, Cloud Imperium, the company that is, with big quotations, making the game, <laughs> um, is, is uh, in 2018, was worth $460 million. Making it a half-billion company without having ever released a video game. I don't want to talk about this anymore. It's making me upset. Um, it's also <laughs> resulted in an actual black market for the ships in the game. They announced Outriders. There's no gameplay. <laughs> um, it's got survival next? in it. I don't... It's a shooter. It looks a bit like Destiny. Now we have you can, Fist. You can kill to heal. It's whatever. There's Fist! It's like a... It, it's got animal people? And it's like a 2D kind of thing? 2D, 3D fight, combat? 2.5D? Yeah, yeah, it looks 2D. There's like weird little bits where it goes in 3D. I assume it's like a 2.5D thing. It looks like a... Yeah, looks like it's got combat. Fist. Forged in Shadow Torch. Now we're on... Best Multiplayer with Nolan North. He's presenting now. He's not CG like Vin Diesel. At least Nolan North is a video game person. Yeah, he's legit. I'm not... He should be here. Um... Mm. So the nominees were, in my notes I wrote AC and my brain went, Assassin's Creed New Horizons. There's so many fucking games with AC. I know, it's fucking terrible. Do you mean Armored Core? Armored Core New Horizons. Fucking, do you mean Assassin's Creed? Do you mean Ace Combat? Do you mean Astral Chain? 
So, uh, it's Animal Crossing, Among Us, COD Warzone, Fall Guys, and Valorant. Which makes sense. That's an okay list. Um, the winner was Among Us. Which came out in 2018, but only kind of just started existing this year, thanks to streamers. Mm. Which is neat. Don't really have much to say about it. That's yeah. fair, honestly. I've played it literally once. Me too. I don't. I don't like that game very much. But that's just because of how my, how I work. I'm really bad at it, so I don't really enjoy that kind of thing. But it's whatever. I know people love it. I wish I could play it more so that I would be able to have an opinion. Yeah. So then there was an announcement trailer for Evil Dead, the game. I don't really know what okay. Evil Dead is, but it's like a multiplayer zombie horde mode thing. Looks pretty video gamey. Wow. I mean, Evil Dead is. I mean, it's cool. Yeah, I, I, I don't know what it is. I haven't seen the movie in question mark. I think it's a movie. Maybe several movies. Several um, movies. But yeah. And then there was the yeah, world, so world premiere for. Yeah, for the Blaze Ashes. Cool. Yeah. He was, he was supposed to be in Mortal Kombat. But then they added the Joker instead. Yeah. So Ghost and Goblin's work. Resurrection on the Nintendo Switch. Damn. They're, making, they're remaking Ghost and Goblin's and putting it on the Switch. It's out no, in February. No, for that one. no, that one's that one's in the middle of Capcom. That's at the start of Capcom Arcade Classics. That no. one, that didn't get its um, own timestamp in the in the stream. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, that's neat. I've never played it. I know that's it's cool. I know it's hard. Arch Primer yeah. shit. But that it's leads in. Video mm, games sorry. were hard to make them longer. Yeah. <laughs> That leads into the uh, announcement of Capcom Arcade Stadium, which is basically just like an emulator with a fuck ton of old Capcom Arcade games. And that's cool. It is cool. It's coming to the Switch in February. That's I wish I wish Nintendo would do something like that. Yeah. Wouldn't that be nice? Wouldn't that be nice if they did that? And you know, didn't. Have uh, be limited time. Yeah. So yeah, that that's in the game. Yep. Now it's additional awards. Best indie game is between Carrion, Fall Guys, Hades, Spelunky Two, and Spiritfarer. Spelunky um, Two isn't out yet. I thought that too. Is that's not out yet, right? Did that it's release? Not out yet. I don't think so. Wrong, you too. 
it's out. It was out. In, it was out in September. But that game has like zero content in it right now. I missed that that came out. Uh, but I never thought Spelunky would get a sequel. Me neither. I mean, Spelunky was really good, and then the actual game Spelunky was really good. I don't know yeah, that it needed but... a sequel, but they added some cool stuff. Apparently, they added, they added some cool features. I've not touched it yet, but I loved Spelunky and Spelunky. So. Also, I feel like they put cool. Karen here just because Karen got a lot of publicity. Yeah, apparently was, that game was good. Um, but it, it's one of those that I didn't hear anything about past like the first week of its release. Because that game's good, but it has problems. Ah, I see. Like, um, a lack of a mini map really drags that game down. Damn. Because you. Because the way the maps are, it's like rooms, it's very mm. easy to get lost. Oh, I see. I see. Um, yeah, Hades won it, which it yeah. absolutely deserved. It's best indie. Yep. That's the one. Best audio design. Uh, best audio design was between Eternal. Doom Eternal, Ghost of Tsushima, Half-Life Alex RE3 Remake, and The Last of Us 2. Um, I would have thought that Alex would win. I think I'd have probably said Alex for this one as a prediction. Maybe RE. None of those games are games I would expect to be on the list. No. Like, I think RE makes sense because it's like a horror game. And I think horror games live and die on their sound design to a big degree. And I think RE2 had a really good sound design. Yeah. Um, but The Last of Us 2 won. I don't... I played that game and watched the entirety of it tw twice. I don't remember it having audio. I don't think I ever no noticed the audio design. If there was an award for best rope physics, then fuck it. Last of Us. But There should be an award for best rope physics. The rope physics in that game are fucking magic, by the way. Oh my god. That is that's made by wizards. We need more games with good rope physics. We do. It's the best RPG. This has been FF7 Remake. Genshin Impact, Persona 5 Royal, Wasteland 3, and Yakuza 7, Like a Dragon. Are you fucking serious with this Persona 5 bullshit? Yeah, I'm glad it didn't win. Persona 5's good, but stop talking about when, it. When did <laughs> Disco Elysium come out? 2019? Why is Disco Elysium not on the list? I don't know. It it should be. It should be. Put that on there. Put fucking... Uh... I can't think of one. I was going to say that. I can't remember what was gonna, which one I was going to mention. But yeah, fucking um, Disco Elysium should, should be on there and should have won. But it's whatever. Um, Disco Elysium should win every list. Playing best shooter. Uh, yeah. But yeah, FF7 won, which 
Jesus. Um, I'm not mad about. That's fair. Yeah. So then we get to the most confusing category of all. Best simulator or strategy game. I don't know why those are together. No one seems to know why. There's Crusader Kings 3, Desperados 3, Gears Tactics, Microsoft Flight Simulator, and XCOM Chimera Squad. It's a very strange category. <laughs> very strange category. And I don't get it. Microsoft Flight Sim took it. Apparently their game's cool. It's coming to Xbox at some point. Um, yeah. And we got the player's vote. The, the player's voice. Um, between Doom Eternal, Ghost of Tsushima, Hades, Miles Morales, and The Last of Us. Um, and uh, Ghost of Tsushima took it. Which makes Thank a lot you. of sense. That game's really, really good. People loved it. Yeah. It... What do you think I... was going to win? The Hades? Uh, that's stuck. Yeah, I can see that. For me, it was a toss-up between Ghost and Hades, but I very much... I'm not mad about feel... Ghost at all. I feel like people stopped talking about Ghost like a week after it came out. No, that game's... That game made rounds. People fucking loved that. I'm very, I'm very happy with the final big PS4 game and not The Last of Us. Apparently, on PS5, it's <laughs> basically fucking a new game. Yeah, I'm really excited to play it on the PS5. Are you gonna buy a PS5 or are you gonna wait for the midlife upgrade? I'm gonna buy a PS5. I would have gotten one on release, but I'm poor. But I want it for content, and I want it for video games. You sure you don't want to buy a Series X? No, I'm good, thanks. You sure you don't want to buy a Series X? Listen, if, if you're listening, and this goes for you as well, if you want to know some shit about the Series X, uh, look up uh, Gigaboots on both YouTube and Twitter, and his experience with the xbox series x um what's it fucking called the preloading shit the s smart delivery where you can you can download a game ahead of time it's ready when you stick the disc in um basically that doesn't work for his xbox series x it doesn't download games it starts and then stops the download after four or five seconds and that applies to every game that has smart delivery. So he literally can't play next-gen games on it, so the console is useless. Didn't the PS5 have the same issue? Uh, oh, no, the PS5, uh, the PS5 had some, some... Yeah, the PS5 bricked itself if you put it in rest mode. It had some weird glitch that was a... I was like, there was a thing with the audio stuff. There's. Because it doesn't have a an optical line out, uh, optical audio out anymore, uh, and because it, it has to be the the three D audio thing. 
and it only has like USB ports for audio out, but it doesn't do the 3D thing into 99% of USB audio systems. <laughs> and if you can, you can do some things to make it work, but it generally the problem is that it sets the it just fucks the volume down. Also, USB so, audio tends to be fucking so terrible quality. Yeah, it's a really weird thing. And there's... Uh, I don't know the tech behind it. Uh, Gigabits did a really good video explaining it. It's about like this, the the standard of like the audio processing thing they're doing. It's a standard that was a few years outdated when the PS4 came out. I think it's a, a nine-year-old standard. So it doesn't work. You have to do a lot of shit to make it work. Then um, even then, it kind of doesn't do it great, which That's sucks. Yeah, I don't. I'm I'm not the tech guy, so don't ask me for details. But look it up. It's weird. Then we did fighting game, which I. You can't like you can't really put fighting games in a thing like this. Because most of the people voting don't understand fighting games well enough to pick the best one. Yeah. It's the same reason why you can't fucking review fighting games. Because the overlap between people who understand fighting games well enough to learn and review them but with people who can write and make good reviews of things is pretty much two separate circles. <laughs> So like pretty much every mainstream mainstream review of a fighting game is absolute garbage and worth nothing. And the Netherrealm one the Netherrealm game won again because they always win. The animation's still bad. It's it's a video game. It sure also One Punch Man, a hero nobody knows was on the list, which is fucking hilarious. Because that game is terrible. That game's awful. Why is... Why is that... Why did they put it there? They ran out of games they knew about. Yeah. Then they announced... Announced some shit. Uh, Announced Returnal. Which is a... Bad title. Just like a... Yeah, that's not a good title. It looks kind of spooky. It's a shooter thing. It's got platforming. Looks kind of neat. There's actually gameplay for this one. Looks kind of neat. Don't have much to say about it. Then they got Reggie fils to talk about some shit. There's Rogue Company, a free-to-play multiplayer shooter. This is a video game. This is not an old series. Yeah, I rem- I know the name. I've never played one, but I feel like I know the name. I've pretty much zero interest, so I don't know, but. It's something. 
Yeah. It, wow. it exists. Yeah. Then they announced Super Meat Boy Forever, which is another Super Meat Boy game. It's coming out uh, on the day before Christmas this year. Are they no longer in a legal fight with the person that made the soundtrack? No idea. I hadn't heard about that. I guess not. Question mark. Maybe there's a new one. Hasn't has Meat Boy been a series that is alive for the past ten years? Not really. I think it's had its place, mostly among speedrunners. As far as most of where I've seen it. Oh, it's literally been ten years. Wow. <laughs> wow. It's, oh. That mm. game is such a flash game. It's such a flash game. It's really it's cool. Yeah. I don't play it much because it's a bit hard for me, but. It's cool. I'm glad there's another one. Yeah. Uh, there's a trailer for Road 96, which is a procedural road trip game from the creators of Valiant Hearts and Memories Retold. Okay. Is Valiant Hearts hey, the one I think it is? Neat. Valiant Heart is the one I th- I'm think it is holy shit okay interesting it's the world war one game the like the the cartoony 2d thing in saying world war one it's really good and this is a a road trip game the trail is very confusing i'm admittedly not watching it with audio but it looks like there's a lot of shit going on. Um, looks kind of neat. Mm. Yeah. And then we got the the man, the legend. Um, what's his fucking name? Got Joseph Farris here to say fuck the Oscars. And he's announcing his new game called It Takes Two. I don't remember. That was at, at a Game Awards show a few years back where he just like grabbed the bike and like fucking pointed the camera and went fuck the Oscars. Wait, is that the fucking. Uh... The guy with the game where two people are bound together? Yes, it is. Oh, that guy's crazy. (laughs) (laughs) There's a game called It Takes Two. I mean, that's cool, but also that guy's fucking nuts. He's great. This game looks cute. It's like a co-op thing. Apparently that's what he likes. It looks really cute. There's a big spider and a clown and a book of love with a mustache. Make make games that you would want to play. Yep. 
the next award. I, I've, I've scrolled down far enough and my notes that it doesn't scroll anymore, so we're nearing the end. Uh, innovation and accessibility. Uh, we've got AC Valhalla, Grounded, Hyperdot, The Last of Us 2, and Watch Dogs Legion. Did what? Did Watchdog Legion or Assassin's Creed Valhalla have any accessibility options? Well, for the <laughs> so in the little display, they're showing like the games. So for The Last of Us, they're doing like the whole all the filters you can put on it. For Grounded, you can make the spiders have less legs. In Hyperdot, it's like a because like eye tracking, face tracking thing. Um, in uh, AC Valhalla, there's like audio things. So you can it says what sounds are coming from where, and there's like an arrow. In uh, Watch Dogs Legion, they show a menu so showing you can customize the crosshair. Uh, uh, does that count? Fucking apparently, Overwatch has that. Um. Uh, but yeah, um, The Last of Us took it. This is the the one award I think it deserves. That game's fucking insane when it comes to accessibility options. Yeah, it's got so many fucking things you can that. do to it. That's pretty much it. It was a real, really lot of settings in that game. It's pretty cool. The Elder Scrolls Online. Moving on. Oh, yeah, shit. Uh, there's a new Oddworld game. It's called Oddworld Soulstorm. Oh my god. That, okay. There's a new one. Soulstorm is a name for a fucking Dawn of War expansion. <laughs> there's Dawn of War Soulstorm. That's a real thing. That's funny. Spring 2021. That's neat. They're not all a veteran series. Mm. Best mobile game. A mobile game. Between Among Us, Call of Duty Mobile, Genshin Impact, Legends of Runeterra, and Pokemon Cafe Mix? I don't know what Pokemon Cafe Mix is. I remember this this being announced. Yeah, it's wild. It runs better on phones than on PS4s. Um, yeah, Jenny, don't know what Pokemon see, is. Mm-hmm. Did you fucking see that some guy got his account hacked, but because yes. the person that hacked the account bought microtransactions, they went, no, there's a real person it's that owns so the account It's so fucking now. funny. You get your fucking gacha account stolen, and the person who stole it is a better whale than you, so you don't get it back. Oh my god. So fucking funny. Such fucking horse shit. (laughs) Gacha game. Um, it showed some new Monster Hunter Rise gameplay. Oh no, it's kind of gameplay. It looks distressingly pretty. 
if this runs on the Switch, I will be very happy. It looks super duper good. Um, there's a lot of cool monsters. I know uh, there's some people who actually like know Monster Hunter more than I do, have picked up the trailer a bit. There's some apparently some monsters that they think will be in because of some audio stuff. I'm really excited. It's coming in March. There's a demo coming in, I believe, January. Yep, January 2021. There's a demo. Don't really have much to add. I'm excited about Monster Hunter Rise. Yeah, it's going to be... Pro it's probably going to be pretty good. Probably going to be good. And there was... Monster Hunter game to be pretty consistent yeah uh there was some music performance that streamers had to scream over as to not dmca'd which is really funny and then there was a cinematic trailer where a man in a cowboy hat shoots zombies with lots of guns and also like a fist hammer neat it's called evil west there's no gameplay so fuck it Fuck it, Scarlet Nexus. It's anime. It's anime time. It looks kind of like Code Vein or Astral Chain. Um, it it's like an action game. There's, there's some old. gameplay. It looks neat. It looks old. It it looks old. It I, looks like the Xenoblade. Ew. These like this, this kind of game have looked exactly like this for a very long time. Yeah, I don't get one. But I think I th no, I think it, lo it looks quite good. Like just no, watching it's the, it's obviously a lot. It's got a lot more money than other things of its ilk. It looks better during gameplay than it did during the cutscene. The first cutscenes don't look very good. It looks better the further you. I, I'm getting in the trailer. Um, mm. Yeah, that's neat. I don't really know what it's about, but it's out in the summer of 2021. And now... Among Us single map. Oh, is it now? There's, a, there's an ad thing. And now my joke makes sense. Because at the end of the Scarlet Nexus thing, some people talk about whatever. Then there's an ad for a laptop, which is just a bunch of people going gaming. Game, gamer is in my genes. You can be a gamer too. And then this one dude says, I have powerful swim swims. What? And it's an ad for an Omen laptop. I don't know what the fuck this is. Why is this? Okay. Gamer. Gamer jizz. Gamer. Get your jizz, gamers. Yeah, this is Among Us new, new map reveal, like you said. It's the airship. It looks neat. It's got some new features to it. There's ladders and moving platforms. Come that's, on, that's it. Yeah. It's among us. 
And now it's content creator of the year. I have I have heard of one of these people and I do not know what she does. The rest of them are unknown to me. Solana Pierce, she's the one I know. I don't know like who she is, but I've heard the name. There's Jayan Lopez, Nick Merckx, Tim the Tapman, and Valkyrie. And the Valkyrie one. I don't know that there's much I can say about this. I literally don't know who she is. I don't know any of these people. People I think are cool say that she's apparently cool. Um, so apparently she's cool. Okay. I don't know. Congrats. I looked at her YouTube channel For and most you- of it is among his highlights so it's not the kind of thing I would ever watch but good congratulations now we have Fortnite Master Chief comes to Fortnite he's here baby Master Chief's in Fortnite. Fortnite. Then they had a red versus blue bit. Just cause mobile. Hold on. I I was going to Google this, but I forgot. Uh, Red versus blue is from 2003. Do you think anyone... Because they added Blood Gulch to Fortnite. uh, Do you think anyone who plays Fortnite knows what the fuck red versus blue is? Is this just me being old and going, oh, the youngins don't understand? I feel like this is a weird thing to put in your Fortnite. Then why did they put any red versus blue stuff in? Yeah, there's a red, like, right after the Master Chief thing, there's, like, there's a red versus blue bit. Like, it's the actors, they're doing a red versus blue conversation. They're going, wow, we're in Fortnite. My name's Jeff from Rooster Teeth. I play Red versus Blue, but in Fortnite, we're adding Blood Gulch. I don't. I don't know, know if people actually know about Red versus Blue still, even though it's still going on. Is it still I going think- on? I think. I don't. I, oh yeah, it's, it's still going on. I never super watched. I watched it very casually, and I just saw it in the distance, getting more and more money. To, where they had like big animated, like produced movies and shows and shit. But there's just like an old school red versus blue bit where they meet ninja, and they go, "Wow, that's ninja from Fortnite." I don't know what that's yeah, that's the Walking Dead and Fortnite. Whatever. Uh they're adding Killer Queen Black, Among Us, Cyber Shadow, Yakuza 3, 4, 5, and 6 to Game Pass. Aye. Game Pass. Um that's it, it's not interesting. Um You forget about Just Cause Mobile. Yeah, Just Cause Mobile. 
That's a because thing. Apparently. Sure. One. It, look, it looks. It looks. It looks know. one bad and two not like Just Cause very much. It's like a. It's like one of those no money top down shooters, and it's probably a battle royale. Yeah. Also, have the footage in the trailers from the mainline games. Yeah, half of it's just like CG movies. It's just very funny, but. I, That's forever. Just confusing. There's an announcement for Ruined King, which is like battle chases, but riot. I keep forgetting League has a story. Yeah, um, there's there's lore. I used to play League. I back when I played. Character backgrounds were just for the character background, and that's pretty <laughs> much it. I played I Legends of Runeterra and didn't I played League in ages. Like, they had some events relating to character stuff, but that's as when. Yeah. But it looks like now League has, like, storylines and shit. Yeah, I don't know. This, I this is a game. don't recognize most of the characters because they haven't played in, like, eight yeah. years. <laughs> Yeah, that's pretty fair. Um, I think last time I played was when Brom was released, which is the big guy with the shield. Yeah. I didn't realize he was an actual person in the world and not a myth. He's in the card game. Yeah. Yeah, so remains a design that is too good for League. He's too good for this game. Yeah. He's cool. I, I like his design a lot. I like him in the card game. So now we get to the award that we're going to need to have a conversation about. It's best, best direction. Between Final Fantasy VII Remake, Ghosts of, Ghost of Tsushima, Hades... Half-Life Alex and The Last of Us 2. Let's talk about direction. Because it can mean a great many things. But where I've seen people get quite correctly and justifiably a bit iffy about this one is that there is one game on this list which the company has mandated paid vacations and very strict rules against crunch and generally treat their developers very well. They released a critically acclaimed game that everyone loves. And it also wasn't a mess on release. That's been really good since release and keeps getting better. It keeps unfolding as people who really love it and play a lot of it keep discovering hidden depths to it um there is another game where the developers were crunched to death to release a very critically divisive game that's not very good and it seems like a great great group of the people who like it 
only like it to spite the people who don't. And that one won the award. We're trying to find the part of the fucking stream where they actually announced the award. I can't find it. It's two two things under Just Cause Mobile. It's best game direction at three hours seventeen minutes. Oh yeah, they just don't actually have the, the card thing to pop up. Yeah, they had the card the thing for a few of them, and then for not for another few of them. Um. Um. Okay. Yeah. For a second, I didn't know if you were talking about the Last of Us Part Two or Cyberpunk. <laughs> No, that was a nominated. Um, do what the fuck? How did they think that? Like, come on. And the the because. It's like famously like the company for treating their developers like shit. And it wins like best direction. As oh And even if we were talking about like the direction in in game it's still terrible yeah it's still good <laughs> i oh 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 is there really any discussion to be had about this oh. like there's a lot of is there anyone that would legitimately give best direction to the last of us part 2 I mean, it's got a lot of really f fanatical fans who think it's the best game ever. I just, I can't understand them. I really can't. I just don't get it. It's so weird. That's, yeah, that's kind of it. It's ugh, yeah. I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. <laughs> you don't know. I am mad. <laughs> I am mad and disappointed yeah. because fuck this. No, you can't be mad. Then people on Twitter are gonna go, "Ha ha, gamers fuck mad." Fuck them. I'm better than you. Fuck him. I'm allowed to be mad that a company can be revealed to have fucking basically abused its employees, have mandated abuse, and treated them like shit, and burnt them the fuck out, and then gets an award for best direction mm. when every single part of the development cycle is... Assad is just fucking incompetent and managed like shit. Did you see that someone came out and was like, 
I left Naughty Dog and they tried to make me sign an NDA so I wouldn't talk about the development process and how I was being treated. And they only backed down when I convinced them that's not legal at all. <laughs> it's so, it's fucking wild to me. It is fucking wild to me. Oh boy. Oh boy. I... It's just kind of disgusting. It is. It is. It's not even like... You, they're rewarding people for doing bad. Like... Yeah. It's such a fucking clear case of, oh, it's a big game. It's triple A. It's triple A. It's very Hollywood. We yeah. gotta give to the triple A so the people will think It looks realistic and it's sad. It's, it's gritty and realistic. If we don't give, if we don't give the award, then people won't think we're a German industry. You yeah. see, if we acknowledge that video games can be anything but a fucking terrible attempt at making a fucking Scorsese movie, um, then where, how can video games stand on their own if they're not trying to? emulate movies terribly. Yeah. You know? Because as we all know. know, David Cage is the best. Derf! <laughs> because oh. he makes his video games like movies. Yeah. In that they're convoluted, terrible, and ashamed of The gameplay's bad. <laughs> they look very pretty and the gameplay's bad, so it's like a movie. You know, they, but it had actors in it. That makes it legitimate. Yeah. Fucking. The, the worst, it's coming up. The worst thing ever. But there's two announcements first. First, there's a Medal of Honor thing. Medal of Honor above and beyond. It's a VR game. Okay. It's, a, it's a multiplayer shooter in VR. I don't know how it's going to work. It's whatever. And there's a Mass Effect teaser. Oh, oh no. Please just let it let it stop. Is it for the remake? I don't think there's even a I don't know, it it just says there's not like an actual title card, it's just this Mass Effect will return. It's a cinematic trailer. You get to see the hot blue lady, she picks up a thing and gets the snow off and it says N7. And like, Mass Effect will return. I'm tired. I love the blue lady though, she's very hot. I'm tired of this industry. <laughs> Are you ready for Game of the Year? Presented by fucking James Cameron? 
Is that his name? Why? I think so. I think it's he. This fucking thing is draining my life. It is draining my will to exist. Well, it's not James Cameron. What's his fucking name? I'm stupid. I'm dummy. Is it James Cameron? What the fuck? What the fuck is this? I'm watching it without audio. Yeah. Oh, fuck it. I'm gonna look it up because I, I'm, 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 I'm wrong, probably. Let's be honest here. Do we really care who it is? I do because it's gonna drive me fucking nutty if I can't remember his name. It's not James Cameron. He's a different man. What's his name? What's your name? What's your name, big moving director? It's Christopher Nolan! I don't know what any of them look like. I just said James Cameron because I know he's a big movie man. It's Christopher Nolan presenting Game of the Year. Why the fuck is he here? What what does he have to do with any of it? It's between Doom, FF7, Ghost Hades, Animal Crossing, and The Last of Us. The Last of Us won. Fuck, fuck you. Fuck it all. I don't like video games anymore. <laughs> I don't like them. You'll be happy to know that this recording so far is about as long as the full presentation. Yeah, that was a mess. There was some cool stuff announced and some vague stuff announced. That it got worse the longer it went. <laughs> like, oh my god. Every single thing was worse than the thing before it. Yeah. I hate this industry. I love video games. Award shows are fucking games. garbage. <laughs> I hate everything around video games aside from the games themselves. Yep. Can we have another industry video game crash? <laughs> That would that would be interesting. Just it would kill be all the all the AAA companies. Just kill them. Just... Indies only. And, okay, before people start being facetious and fucking asshole and go, oh, do you wish for people to lose their jobs? Yes. Die. You know fucking damn well that's not what anyone means. What people mean is that every fucking company is hot, toxic trash. And they don't deserve to exist. Those <laughs> people deserve to have jobs that give them enough money for them to fucking pay to eat at the company cafeteria, Blizzard. 
yep. they deserve to work in companies that acknowledge that they are actual individuals and not a randomly generated number that is not allowed to have any sort of individuality within the company, Konami. They deserve to be able to go home and see their families and sleep and not die, Naughty Dog, and CD Projekt Red, and Rockstar. They deserve to not get PTSD from the research you are forcing them to do for your games, NetherRealm. They deserve to not be sexually abused and physically abused and emotionally abused, Ubisoft. They shouldn't have to deal with toxic work environments and homophobia and transphobia and sexism. Every fucking company. Man, that's super giant fucking great. Yeah. That's because indie devs are the only devs that are worth fucking anything. <laughs> they are. Oh, it's so wild. It's so wild. We live in an industry where one of the companies that treats its employees the best in the industry is EA. Yeah. And Square Enix. EA and Square Enix are the two companies big companies with the best working conditions from what I've heard. And I'm not counting Valve, because Valve is kind of a weird cultish thing. Yeah, Valve's weird. Oh, fuck. Valve's real weird. Also, employees deserve to be actual employees with contracts and permanency instead of being, uh, instead of, sorry, instead of being contract uh, work hired and fired every six months so that they don't get any rights afforded to permanent employees or long-time workers, Microsoft. Because Microsoft does that so they don't have to care about employee rights. Also, union busting. Also, employees deserve to work for a company that isn't linked to the Yakuza Sega. It would just be nice if there were more than like two companies that are an indie and walking in isn't a fucking terrible mistake. Did you know that yep. Blizzard mm-hmm. tried to headhunt uh, employees from other companies? And offered them wages that were less than a quarter of the wage they had at the companies they were already working at. Oh, no. Because they went, it's a great opportunity to work in our company. Yeah, they went, hey, we're Blizzard. You'll get bonuses. Yeah. And you won't be able to afford food at the company cafeteria. I have a thing about bonuses that we're going to talk about. Is it the cyberpunk one? It is. So that's the Game Awards. 
Yay. It was a really boring presentation, but we got some neat announcements out of it. Why are we here? Just to suffer? Yes. Is, why is it that life is just shit and then you die one day and then it's over? Oh, shit's rough. Shit's real rough. So cyberpunk, aside from trying to kill the disabled and um, kill the channel streaming it and kill the devs working on it and probably send you COVID in the mail or something, um, they announced that the employee bonuses will no longer be tied to the game's Metacritic score. Apparently this is a thing. Yes. I didn't know this was a thing. This has been a thing for a while. This has been a thing... Do you remember when this was a thing with Fallout New Vegas? I, yeah, I just read about it. I was going to bring that up. That's that fucking was, wild. That almost led to Obsidian uh, going bankrupt. Where they... So, for reference, this is a new story. CD Projekt Red ex executives are going, hey, the game's buggy and real fucking buggy. The bonuses will no longer require the 90 plus Metacritic, which yes. apparently did before. So, Obsidian with Vault New Vegas, they were like, if we get an 85, you'll get bonuses. And then it got an 84. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Which my God. The company almost going bankrupt. Oh, my God. Okay. I'm going to break this down on just how terrible it is on so many levels. First and most obvious. Putting the welfare and how much developers get paid to be the responsibility of reviewers is such a fucking scummy thing. Yeah. It's literally a hard drive article. There's literally been a hard drive article going... I am going to talk about how good this game is despite the fact that it's terrible because otherwise the devs that worked on it and were crunched to, to death will not get paid. Because you're basically saying, oh, if you didn't give us a good score, then you're responsible for the fact that our employees aren't getting paid. You know who it wouldn't affect if the game got a big, a good score? The CEO, the employees, the the management, investors, they're getting paid. Yep. And the second thing is, this is related to crunch. It is. Because the way these companies do crunch is they go, oh, you're not going to get paid overtime, but you'll get paid a bonus when the game's released. Or you'll hmm. get um, a percentage of sales. Yeah. Which sounds good hypothetically until you realize in most cases they would have gotten more money if they just got paid overtime. Yeah. Like, I think it makes sense to have, like, get bonuses based on how well the game sells. 
like based on the game's profit. But oh, having so that instead be. of being paid overtime, like that's how many months or possibly years you are going essentially without the pay you should be given. Yes. For the promise of down the line you'll get money, which as you said, is probably not gonna be as much money if you as if you just got paid properly. It's a form of wage theft. It is. It's fucking wild. And the other part about it is that it's not even a certain thing that you'll actually get that money. Yeah. As, like if it's tied to the like it's not even tied to pro it's tied to fucking reviews. Even if it's not tied to reviews, like with what happened with Gearbox, management can just go, oh, we're not going to end up giving you the bonuses. We didn't make enough money this quarter. Which happened. (sighs) Where Randy Pitchford, known magician, just said one day to the devs, oh yeah, the bonus you were promised, which is the reason you accepted lower wages, which, by the way, most of these companies are paying below industry standard to their employees because they keep saying, oh, you'll get bonuses for working well. Uh, Randy Pitchford just one day, allegedly, the alleged child pornographer Randy Pitchford... um, It's a magic trick. It's magic. You know, it's not porn. It's a magic trick. Um, okay, man, barely legal, not child. Don't sue us, Randy. Although you can't sue me, because libel laws are different in Israel. Fuck you. Um, as long as I don't call you a Nazi, I'm fine. <laughs> um, and, you know, don't make shit up. He just one day announced, oh, he the bonuses for release of Borderlands 3, yeah, they're not happening. You're not going to get your bonuses. And then they reported on it, and then nothing happened. Those employees have not gotten their bonuses. Also, Randy Pitchford, um, alleged puncher of employees. The wettest man. What? There's not a picture of that man where he looks dry. He looks like he's constantly damp, and it's frightening. Well, that's just no. That's that's a little, that's a little ad hominem for you, but he's nasty. Alleged <laughs> punch of employees and refusal of royalties. Also, massive, massive prick and big fucking liar and scam artist. Allegedly a scam artist. <laughs> allegedly. Yeah, allegedly stole allegedly. money from both Sega and from other companies to when they were working on Colonial Marines to put into fucking... Allegedly. Forever. Allegedly. Allegedly. Man that <sighs> defended... Uh, his game that was sold with fake trailers and had broken AI by going, no, it's fine, actually, only for two years later to be revealed that the reason the AI is terrible is because someone put 
the wrong symbol at the end of a line, meaning that the code for enemy AI was just broken and making it even more obvious that he was lying out of his fucking asshole, which I would say is impressive considering his head is so far up there, I'm pretty sure it's vacuum sealed. Fuck you, Randy Pitchford. Also, Randy Pitchford, alleged sender of goon squads to the houses of people that criticizes video games. Mm. Allegedly. 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 Allegedly with proof. Fuck Randy Pitchford. Man who um, allegedly (laughs) is... um, a big stinky smelly poopy pants. <laughs> alleged poopy. Randy Pitchford, who allegedly shits his pants every day in the morning while saying to himself, Mmm, delicious poo poo. A man who said Borderlands 3 is not going to have microtransactions. It's only going to have cosmetic in-game fucking store payments so with real have money. Surprise mechanics. Oh, fuck. Good old surprise mechanics. It's not a loot box. It's a surprise mechanic. Look at how I make my investors' money disappear. Poof, there it goes. <laughs> Into my bank account. How did it get there? Where did it go? Oh my how god. Did it get, oh my god, it got to my offshore bank account. Holy allegedly. shit. Mm. Companies that haven't paid taxes in years. <laughs> Companies that are subsidized by the American government, but also pay no taxes, and also don't pay their employees, and also allegedly have uh, in-company emails, and I'm not just talking about Gearbox, telling the employee, uh, instructing the employees on how to go on benefits. Great. Their wages allegedly. Which was reported on by multiple people, including Jason Schreier. <clears throat> Fucking video games. They're making <laughs> video games, okay? They're not like this is it's fucking video games and this shit is happening. Yep. Speaking of companies making video games, Cyberpunk tried to kill every, tried to kill this, everyone that has epilepsy and plays the game. Gave a journalist a grand mal seizure. Seizure. I can't say that word. Yeah. 
Yeah. How did that get through testing? Are you telling me no fucking tester looked know. at that and went, oh, my eyes hurt, my head hurts. Can you fucking fix that? No, it's, no, it's epic. Movies and TV shows have strict guidelines on what not to do and how to avoid uh, the types of blinking lights for... Okay, there's multiple types of epilepsy. With ones with photosensitivity, there are guidelines on what to do to make sure it won't give, it won't cause seizures. Nintendo, for a long time, is the only company I can think of that had mandated guidelines for every game that came out on their consoles on what to do and how to, and like, here are the guidelines for what type of blinking lights you're allowed to have. This is what causes seizures. This is what you need to do to avoid it causing seizures. Yep. If you don't do that, your game does not go through compliance. Yeah. And the fact that the fucking seizure-inducing scenes in Cyberpunk 2077 are incredibly close to the med- to the type of imagery used to induce seizures for medical procedures... Fucking weird. Yeah. Also, the no DMCA mode, uh, the no uh, copyright music mode for that game, uh, up until now had a track that wasn't blocked by it and caused people to get DMCA strikes. Yeah. And that was in the, that's in the that's in the seizure section section. So yeah. you get a seizure and a DMCA strike on on one package. This could have literally killed people. Yeah. They didn't even have a warning. No. But the best part of the story is the fact that that fucking CG CD Projekt Red fanboys sent that journalist videos that are specifically designed to cause seizures. Mm -hmm. And those people are scum and have literally attempted murder now. Yeah. That is legally in the US attempted murder. Yeah. Isn't it great? For a game that wasn't out yet, and not for, like, usually when this happens, it's because people are mad for a review score. The review gave the game a 9 out of 10. Yeah. Yeah, it was a fucking, it was a positive review. It was a glowing review. The game gave me seizures, 9 out of 10. Listen, I like CG Project Red. I like The Witcher 3 a lot. That game's really good. I really like GOG. I think they do a lot of good stuff. I had some dodgy people... Some people to run the Twitter account who weren't very funny. They did some bad tweets. Who doesn't do some bad tweets every now and then? Can you other people fucking relax? For a second? It's a games company. They made a good game. You don't need to try to kill people about it. For not fucking killing people, for giving a warning that the game might cause seizures. Something that was now patched in, 
the game now has a seizure warning. Your reaction to, if your reaction to someone trying to prevent people from dying is to try and kill them, you might be scum. You might be, you might be the bad guy. You, you know? might be actual scum. Yeah. Also, people uh, getting mad at people that are saying that it's bullshit that the game doesn't uh, run well on previous gen consoles when the game was announced, when those consoles were announced. Well, to be fair, the game that is out now did not exist until way after the PS4 did. Oh, no, that's for sure. But I'm just saying, this should not. It's, it's real bad on those consoles. Cyberpunk isn't it? 2077 was announced eight years ago. It was announced before the PS4 and Xbox One were announced. Yep. It is completely reasonable to expect a video game to work on the consoles. It was announced before they came out. Yeah. It is reasonable to expect a product you bought to work. You'd think? Hmm? No, you'd think it would would be reasonable to expect the product to work. Can I just point out that game has been in development for the same period of time in which it took CD Projekt Red to release the entire Witcher series? (laughs) <laughs> the difference yeah. in time between The Witcher 1 and The Witcher 3 is 8 years. That's really, that's really fucking time. funny. Yeah. And somehow in that entire time they couldn't make a game that walks and doesn't kill people. Yay. That game's a mess, by the way. Yeah. Apparently it's pretty good. It's Both. just a fucking mess. Also, I just, I'd like to point out it's really sketch. The the only trans main character is a massive creep. Yeesh. That's the best sketch. That's not great. That's not great. Just kind of weird of them to do. But you can customize your genitals and your voice is tied to your gender. Penis too. I think it's bullshit that your voice is tied to your gender. Yeah, that's so fucking dumb. That's so fucking dumb. I'm going to make a wild guess. I'm going to say right now, genital customization probably didn't exist up until they were asked on the Twitter account. (laughs) It probably got implemented purely as a gacha. Also, apparently the game fucking... The devs have been not sleeping for so long that the game doesn't know how sleeping looks like. (laughs) Did you see that fucking... I, I did not. What is this? When your character goes to sleep, you're... You look into the pillow, into your arms that are not on the pillow, 
Ah. Making it look like your character is sitting next to the bed, putting their head on it, <laughs> looking into a pillow. That's how I sleep. What do you mean? <laughs> it makes me think the devs have been sleeping in the office for so long, they literally don't know how beds work anymore. Damn. Also, uh, the the game is incredibly, incredibly buggy and yeah, runs like shit. You're like it runs like actual fucking dog shit. Um, did you know that uh, there's no driving AI in the game? Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, if you park, if you why... park a car in the middle of the road, they just kind of don't know what to do with it and stand still. It's also why cop chases don't cop uh, chases don't have the A following you. They spawn them directly behind you. Wow! Fucking great! Fucking great! It's a massive sim. Dude, that game is City Red literally going. It's it's that meme of the fucking Gundam shit with wow cool robots and analogy for war. <laughs> Except it's CD Projekt Red going wow cool cyberpunk. Wow, cool cyberpunk. Cool non-political cyberpunk. Yep. I swear they actually said that. God, I hope not. That'd be, that'd be no that'd be bad I'm gonna look it up. oh don't it's gonna hurt me it's gonna hurt me there's During an interview with the Polish website Spiders Web, CD Projekt Red's lead game designer for Cyberpunk 2077, Paul Sasko, revealed in response to a question regarding whether the game would touch upon political issues that, as translated by Google, for me the most important thing is that our game is a closed work and it is not a political statement. Political thesis. Cyberpunk might be the most political setting in fucking existence. Like, I, w- I want to take that with a grain of salt because it's probably not in English and it's directly to a question about, like, current events. So I, I want to think that he's just going, like, it won't be about Trump. But, man, that's a statement. Oh, the, here's a better translation of the actual quote. Um, anyway, think you settlements in the game that touch it, so you can find out for yourself. For me, the most important thing is that our game is not a political statement. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. 
Oof. Fucking talk about missing the point. Also, going art isn't political? What the fuck? Yeah, it's... Oh, Jesus. Art has always been influenced by politics. That's just how it works. Art is political. This... When you create something, you are making a statement whether you want to or not. Yeah, this keeps coming up. And there's always people going, Bruh, art, art shouldn't be political. And there's people going, Bruh, all art is political. And the, one, the people on one side don't understand what political means. And the other people on the other side are bad at explaining what political means. Yeah. Because when people go, I don't want my games to be political... What they what they think they're saying is, I don't want this game to tell me about Trump. I don't want to hear. I don't want it to go. Hey, Hillary Clinton is good or is bad or whatever. But the problem is that political effectively means nothing because it means everything. Yeah. Because wh- whenever whenever anyone explains it, they go. Everything is made in the world, where you live, who you are, the place you create from, creatively, is influenced by politics in so many ways, it's uncountable. So everything you make has a political statement to it, because of the fact that it exists. The fact and, that it exists and you made it means you had some kind of intention behind it and you had some, you had a, opinions and thoughts on things while you were creating, which whether you want to or not are going to appear in what you make. And then people go, but doesn't that mean that political means fucking nothing? And people go, Yes. Because it doesn't. It's always always like people go, oh, everything's political, and someone posts the picture of fucking Kirby with human legs and a big penis. And they go, Pro is political. And it's like, no, but yes. Because on the very surface level, it's absurdism. Yes, and it's also, it's, you posted it for shock value, which is a type of... Which has to do with the of where you live and the sensibilities of people in the world and where you live and what you, your interactions with other people. And your sensibilities are inherently political. There is a level of it's not that deep, which I think is very true. Yeah. I think the fact, like, so- someone making and posting a picture of... Kirby Nintendo with hyper-realistic legs and a huge swinging dong is not actively a political statement and if you try to claim that it is, you're an obtuse dickhead. You're kind of right, but relax. You know? Yeah. 
but it gets so it gets so con- confused in this like discussion of because it's because of the fucking wording because and no also, no one knows what sorry. political means also at the same time going it's not that deep does not mean anything when it comes to political or not because kojima games aren't that deep but if you say kojima games aren't political you're a fucking moron Mm. They're not deep. They wear their heart on their sleeve. Oh yeah. Like, there's no game with less depth than fucking Death Stranding. And that game's really political. That game is viciously political. Is chasing being political at every moment. Yeah. You can't go, my thing is political. It's the same kind of bullshit with whenever anyone says you need to separate the artist from the art. Mm. No, that's bullshit. <laughs> yeah. That's not how anything no. works. <laughs> you can't separate the create the creator from what they created because whatever they created, especially if it's some kind of setting or a story with messages in it is going to be affected by them as a person and the opinions they held if like if you go oh you need to separate Lovecraft from his warp yeah no you can't because Lovecraft's work is incredibly influenced by who he was as a person and his fear of things he isn't familiar with and his fear of the unknown and also the fact that he was a massive fucking racist. For example, the people of Yarmouth are an analogy for the Welsh. This does not mean you're a bad person for or are not allowed to enjoy Lovecraft shit. I love Lovecraft stories. And Lovecraft I love Lovecraftian elements. All of the stories are really badly written. Um But I enjoy the setting he created. Yeah. But I can't make that separation, and it's important not to, because otherwise you're kind of giving them a way off of the kind of person they were. That's why if you're supporting things made by the Turf Queen herself, J.K. Rowling, and buying stuff like the new Harry Potter game, you can't go, oh... I'm not supporting J.K. Rowling. I just love the games because, first of all, she's getting money from you buying those games. Um, and also, that setting is incredibly influenced by her opinions and and her very obvious... Um, biases? What should I call it? Biases, yes. No, don't go and worry. There's a single Jewish wizard whose last name is Goldstein. The goblins run the banks. Look at their big funny noses. Well, they speak, speak in Middle Eastern accents. What? No, they speak in goblin accents. Don't worry about it. Bisexual people don't exist. That's true. Trans people also don't. 
There they go. Goodbye. Did you know, did you know that her pen name is based on a fucking conversion therapist? Yeah. Oh my ah. <laughs> it's the fucking worst. I think one of my favorite moments in Twitter is when Stephen King trolled her. Oh yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh my god. Where that he just so fucking funny. Like she liked his tweet and then he went trans women are women and then she blocked him. Yep. It's like, ooh, oh no. Then, I fucking love Stephen King. He's such a fucking boomer. He's such a fucking boomer. I love him. He's that's not to say Stephen King hasn't written some incredibly questionable shit. Um, but I fucking love that he's a lefty boomer. <laughs> so, like, okay. Stephen King is a respected writer. I'd say so. The man has written enough books to fill a library. Yep. And is somehow capable of writing 300 pages in a weekend. Um, cocaine. He, which, by the way, he uh, stopped taking cocaine because he didn't want it. Uh, he, okay, he has a book called On Writing, in which he talks about the writing process and gives his like advice to writers and talks about how he became one. Um, which, by the way, in it, he mentions why he stopped taking cocaine, which was uh, he realized how it was affecting his family and went like that's not worth it cocaine isn't worth losing my family um good on you steven yeah also he refused to be rich good on you steven <laughs> he uh if i remember right he donates almost all the money he makes from his royalties and just keeps enough for him to be able to pay his rent and buy food yeah which Good. Because if in the book he mentions he thinks everyone that is rich is a piece of shit. That's true. Because he was he was poor his entire fucking life. Um but anyway, in it he writes he specifically mentions the fact that what you write is inherently coming from your worldview. If you try to write something that has nothing to do with your worldview, you will write a terrible piece of fiction. You can't write without your view of things affecting it because the way you see things is literally how you're going to describe them. If you think something is ugly, if you think red tables are ugly, you're not going to be able to think of many descriptors to, to them being pretty. If you think slavery is okay, you're going to try to justify it in your fucking writing. Yeah. If you think the Welsh are stinky, you're going to make them fish people. And even if it's not, like, intentional and overt, you can... Like, sometimes you read something or you watch something and you go... Oh. That's worded weird. Why Why did they write it like that? Oh, yeah. Why did... Huh... You know, like, fucking Harry Potter is the perfect analogy to fucking centrism. And I'm not kidding here. 
Because if you look right. at the if you look at his development as a character, Harry starts as a young man really wanting to change the fucked up system that the world that his world has and that resulted in him being put in an incredibly terrible situation for most of his life. Right? Yeah. By the last book he's a cop. Yep, that's his that's his final arc. He he defeated the bad guy and now he's the police. So now he's part of the system. <laughs> because the status quo is more important than trying to change when things can go wrong. Yeah. The Richard J.K. Rowling became the shitter she was at writing everything. Yeah. Which isn't to say she was a very good writer. Because... It's okay to have grown up with Harry Potter and to love the series for the memories you have made with it and for it being a part of your life. Mm. And then you learn about J.K. Rowling and you go, that's not good. And then you go back and read the books and you go, oh no. Why is this written like this? It's still okay to like find comfort in the thing you like. Even if it's written by a bad person or has a bad political message or has whatever. I have have friends that love the Harry Potter books and movies and even the fucking the new ones. They're not bad people for liking it, but it's important to acknowledge the place those books come from. Yeah. And the fact that they have a lot of uncomfortable racism in them. Yeah. Also, analogies to racism. Mmm, mudbloods. Mmm. Mmm. Great. Mm. Fuck J.K. Rowling. Yeah. But yeah, yeah fucking every fucking thing you make is political. You yeah. can't say it's not a political statement. If you are saying that, you're a fucking bitch coward. Yeah, and the thing, because I can I can actually speak to this from some level of experience because I was very I didn't fucking understand what it meant when people were like, "Oh, everything's political." I went, "No, I'm just playing my video games. I don't what. I don't want to be doing no any thing." I'm just here. I'm just enjoying the media. And I think the kind of... I've, I've talked to people and I had it explained to me. and I've, I've, I've educated myself so I understand things better. It's a good thing to do. Is that when, you, when people say everything's political, no one who says that thinks they're saying anything. Like when someone goes, all art is political. That's like that's like saying the sky is blue. Like that's not something. That's not like a gotcha. I think pe- people get defensive because I'm not even sure. Like it's it's kind of like it's like yeah, it's political, and that's what it is. Like, 
you still just kind of watch it and en engage with it as much as you want. Just, it is political. That doesn't mean you need to, like, necessarily, like, engage with the politics of it if you don't want to, because, fuck it, watch a movie. Also, just because you agree with something doesn't make it not politics. That too. I've seen people go Fallout isn't political, and I'm like, have you played a Fallout game? Yeah. No, it just goes back to, like, they... It's it's just the definition of the word political, because people don't think about like war and economics. Why and, like you think st political? stories are political. Have you know that's fucking slandered? Call of Duty has never been. Call has never been before. The series that one of its most beloved villains started a war because of politics. Yeah. Because people, when they think of politics, they think, oh, elections. Yeah, think about, like, politics. the things they hear about on the news. They think about precedents and elections and voting rights. When instead, something being political can be fucking anything. Yeah. Every aspect of life is inherently political. The fact is just that for most people those politics don't affect them directly, so they don't view it as political. Yeah. Like, because... And I know that it's something that's turned into a fucking joke at this point, but a lot of gamers are middle-class, cis, white men. Okay? Right? Yep. Whether they, whether people realize it or not, that is a privileged position, and most politics that people talk about, like most overt political subjects that people talk about, are not going to affect those people directly. So to them, anything like that is political. Anything that doesn't affect them directly and they don't, they don't care about is political. It's a thing. And I know people are going to go, oh, but not everyone. Of course it's not everyone. No one ever thinks that it's everyone. When people say, like, when people say blank, blank, men, they don't mean all men. Nobody thinks that way, you stupid fuck. It's a generalization to deliver a point. And whether people realize it or not, a lot of people, especially in countries like America, live in a privileged position compared to other people, and that makes people talking about things that doesn't affect them seem weird, because why would you talk about it? It doesn't affect you without realizing that for those people, it directly affects their lives. Mm. Like, when people go, oh, how dare you? 
And then there's the fucking shit asses that go, oh, how fucking you put a trans character in this video game? Girl, is politics out of my video game. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> and then they don't realize that by saying that, they're making a political statement. Yeah. Saying, don't put these politics in my video game is a political statement. Because mm. you're saying these are politics and I don't like them. I don't mean like if a game literally stops the game and goes, don't vote in the election. Voting's bad. Like that, yeah, that's fucking dumb. Nobody, nobody likes that. Yeah. That's also a fucking straw man that doesn't happen. It doesn't really happen. I have I have yet to see any fucking game actually stop the game and go this character is black. That means they're cool. You should like them because they're black. <laughs> fucking nobody does that. And if anyone did do that, fucking nobody would defend it cuz that's stupid. Why would you do that? Mm. So going, my game isn't political, is about the equivalent of going, of David Cage going, my game isn't about race. My game's about robots. <laughs> Fucking, I love that David Cage literally said, Detroit Become Human isn't about anything. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no. It's not about anything. David, a... no. Now go to the back of the bus with your black power fist. But the worst part is, it, it makes perfect sense for them to be on the back of the bus. They don't need to sit down. Yeah. They, they can fold up. And fit into little boxes for convenience store. It's a mic. It's not a person. It's a microwave. The best description I've ever seen for that game is someone went. Detroit Become Human is a game about uh, about the uh, is a game about slavery and the rights of uh, and the rights of minorities in the U.S. If they were literally built by white people to serve them. It's a game mm -hmm. about black people if they weren't people. And it's like, mm. Yeah, it gets real confused because they're literally not people. And the big twist of the game is like, you get to the end and you're like, hmm, maybe they really are people. And then the game goes, no, they're not people. Yeah. Like, the big twist of the true ending of the game is that the uprising was programmed into them. You know about that, right? It's so, yeah. It's so yeah. fucking bad. So, I guess it really is not about anything. Shit, because David, David Cage got us. He was right. Because if it was about anything, it would be maybe one of the most offensive video games ever. 
because it's going the only reason anyone would ever have an uprising is if because is if they were made to. Yeah. Also incredibly cheap use of uh fucking uh concentration camp imagery. Oh yeah. Which are fucking confusing. It's real weird. That setting is fucking confusing. Like, just on a practical level, it doesn't make much sense. 60% unemployment. Did you know that Kara cost $900? How the fuck did he afford that? I mean, he afforded the child robot as well. But that's really fucking cheap for a maid. For a for a to, to buy your own white woman, because like Where one of one of the one of the first over. scenes you see is in the fucking shop, and they go like Android, the new model, it's three thousand dollars, and people go fuck that is cheap, and that's in future money, and then you get the actual advertisement for the model that car is, and they, it's like eight ninety nine, you're like wow that is fu- that's that's like a new that? Xbox in the future. Why did he get mad at his robot child for not eating when he knows it's a robot and can't eat? Eh. Because that fucking whore walked out on me for a fucking accountant? How did Kara not know the child was a robot? She did. She chose to not know. She learns it in the first section of the game. She just doesn't know it. You don't know it. You, the player, don't. She she learns it and ignores it. So why can she get mad when she later when later we find out that the child is a robot? I don't fucking know. I love I I I love that the child being a robot completely destroys her arc. Yeah. Her arc is now meaningless. Yeah. Remember how that game presents the uh the the fucking social uprising as a literal virus? <laughs> Where the protesters speak in one voice. It's so creepy. And are synced up like a fucking hive mind. It's so bad. Remember how they threw out Marcus into the fucking junkyard instead of putting him in the police evidence room like they did with every other robot? Yeah, they just threw him in the dump and then he found an epic protagonist coat. Why was he the only robot they threw into the dump instead of putting him in the evidence room like the rest? I don't know. I don't know. Because David Cage doesn't know how to write a fucking story. He doesn't. But remember, it's not political. You can make a speech about about your right to reproduce and your right for free will and and about and you can you literally start that speech with I have a dream, but it's not political. Pro-
press square to I have a dream. It, no, it's not political. It's not about the election. It's not about anything. My game isn't political. Saying, says person that drew farting ball sacks in the office. Is also known <laughs> to be a creep. Oh, boy. I think we, I think we said this. I think it was on the stream we said this. But the worst possible future is David Cage gets somehow gets his hands on Elliot Page again and goes, I'm yeah. gonna write a trans story. It's like, oh, Do you no. know that if, if he did that, trans people would either have superpowers or HRT would be magical. HRT is actually the soul that you get from the realm beyond Omicron. It's, yeah, you, like, your, your, your gender dysphoria is just, you, you, like, subconsciously tapping into the, the spirit realm. And you unlock your true powers by taking the the little blue pill then you can cast spells and the shape shift okay. probably okay I just looked at the fucking Kotaku review for Cyberpunk 2077 because it's the um, annual one good article yep I just found a quote that basically summarizes everything we said about that game. Alright, hit me. Okay, the quote is, Of course, the far bigger issue is that a large proportion of Cyberpunk 2077 purchases, and indeed any other big name game, don't want reviews at all. They want reassurance. They paid for this game nearly two years ago for whatever illogical reason. I'm supporting the, the massive multi-million dollar company. For no gain, no extra content, no early access, no bonus items, and they want to know they did the right thing. And for some, paying for a years away game is just the start of the sort of self-imposed brainwashing that causes someone to switch from being a person who pre-ordered a game they want to they want to pay to being a fan. Yeah. Yeesh. Yeesh. That's pretty much. That is, yeah. That's pretty much it. <sighs> oh boy. Fans are awful. They are. Never be a fan of anything. Never be a fan. You are allowed to enjoy things. Don't be a fan of things. This is genuinely what I... Like, I keep saying this. I do not... I have not engaged with fandom on pretty much any level for a very long time. Mm. I don't like fans. You can be a good person and be a fan. It happens. But 
Sometimes. There's a lot to being a fan. Oh, God. Huh? Okay. Someone found in Cyberpunk a reference to that fucking far-right strawman black crime statistics meme. Wait, what? Yeah. No, send this to me. No, send. No, you send this to me right this second. Sending it to you right now. Are you fucking joking? But remember... Are you fucking serious? But remember... This game is not political. It's not a political statement. This is fight. I. It is not often I get stunned. Hmm? It is not often I am lost for words. Wow. Man, that's... Huh. Mm. <laughs> I can't even think of anything funny to say. That's very rare for me. That's yeah. that's fucking crazy. Seriously? Yeah. Yikes. Can't wait for them to just put a reference to 1488 somewhere in the game. Please stop. I can't take it. You know it. it's coming. You know it's fucking coming. I can't take it. Remember when CD Projekt Red said that they're not putting black people in The Witcher because it's not historically accurate? Mm. You know... I am aware. The Witcher? 
a game that is not historically accurate. Fantasy game? Yeah, that one. It's time to feel real sketch. Stunned to feel real sketch. Which was so good. What did you? Why did you? Why did this? Mm. Oh man, holy shit. That hit different. Yeah. I just took stun damage. Fucking city folk red. Which once again brings us to the uh, ever-relevant quote, scratch a transphobe, find a racist. (laughs) Oh my god. Oh my god. The fact this got into the game. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, good. Remember how they removed the fact that Geralt in the books has a disability? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I read about that. Yeah. That was really neat. I haven't I haven't gotten the chance to read those books yet, but that's a really cool part of the character. It's a shame that it wasn't in the game. That would have been really interesting. Yeah. Um. Hmm. Hmm. It's a bit. Hmm. It's a bit not great. It's a bit. It's a bit. Yeah. 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 No, but remember, Keanu Reeves in the game. No fucks me up. I like Keanu Reeves. He's cool. He likes trans people. Yeah, Keanu Reeves is neat. Uh, he probably doesn't know anything about the game. Yeah. He doesn't strike me as the kind of person that would even care about the like. Like he was, he's he strikes me as the kind of person that is given a role and he's like, okay, I'll do it. I don't care about what you're using it for. You see the. Um... So there was stuff recently uh, talking about the Matrix and how it was a, a trans narrative, and he was like, "I didn't know that. That's cool." That yeah. was pretty much his take on it. I'm like, "Yeah, I appreciate good that. on you. That's a good take. That's that's the most fucking dignified take I've ever seen from an actor with when that kind of thing happens. It's like, it's fine to not have realized it. Like I fucking didn't. I watched it when I was very young. To be fair." But, like, it's cool to not realize that. 
But I also to just go like, yeah, cool. I appreciate the fact that he has the class to not try and make it into a big deal. Yeah, because it's... Like, he's not going, oh, I, you know, it's, I played such a big role in this very important, like, no, that's cool. Because that kind of shit shouldn't be a big deal. It's like, Like... it's allowed to exist, you know? Yeah, it's, it's, like, it is a big deal, but it's also, like, not a big deal. Like, it should, it. It is allowed to be a big deal for the reasons that it's intended for, rather yeah. than it being a, oh my god, they put the transes in there. Yeah. Like, I think it's really impressive and awesome and cool as a, like, a, a trans narrative. And since it was uh, written and came out um, uh, before the sisters both uh, came out, and like yeah. uh there's been interviews where they talked about how they were working through the, the 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 these feelings as they were making it and then i don't i don't know how much later i don't remember when the fucking matrix came out but i think uh when it came out in like 2012 and that's way after the matrix came out and they're like it's like yeah that's always been there even if it wasn't conscious entirely that was like Towards that, what we said earlier, where whenever you create something, you are inherently making a statement. Yeah. And, and it's it's go, okay to not work. notice, and it's okay to not care. No, but yeah, of course. But like, no, so I'm, I'm, no, I'm sorry. I'm not saying this to you. I'm. This is to. Uh, No, I, it's I like it. it's not changed. If you just like the Matrix, because it's a cool action movie, he dodges the bullets. It's very epic. That's fine. You still got that. But like at the same time, just because you didn't realize doesn't mean you should go. The Matrix isn't political. Yeah. Because people actually do go. The Matrix isn't political because they didn't realize that it is. Yeah. It's like no, no. It's like you going. That's like that fucking person that went fucking Metal Gear and political, which might have might be the worst take I've ever seen. But the thing is, it makes sense if, like, to have that take if you're like a white American. Like I fucking like I fucking hate whenever anyone says anything about white people. I kind of tune out because it's usually dumb. But now I have to do it because this is what my life's become. Because sometimes it's applicable. Yeah. It's like... like, So, like, I didn't fucking know. Like, to be fair, I play them as a a baby. But, like, like, I don't know about fucking war and nations. What do you mean? Like, I just thought it was cool. I only like someone going, oh, I didn't realize it's political. I mean, someone being told that it's political and why, and then going, it's not political. Stop putting politics yeah. in my Metal Gear. Yeah. Yeah, and again, it's like, it's not... It's okay to know. You don't need no. to change because you realize it's political. 
nothing's changed. No one's telling you to stop doing anything or to do anything no differently. To, no one's telling you to start fucking disassembling nukes in your backyard. Some people may be telling you to not be a piece of shit if you're being a piece of shit. But if you watch mm. Godzilla and don't realize it's about nuclear war, that's okay. Yeah. So you might go like, oh, but it's so obvious. And it's like, sure, it's obvious if you know shit. If you can't, if you're in a position where you don't need to know about that sort of shit and you just watch a movie with a cool big monster in it, it's whatever. It's fine. Big monster, cool. Godzilla punch the other monster. She just shoots a hyper beam. And then there's a suplex. Yeah. And then there's a, there's a big moth like, one. I fucking love the fucking scene of Godzilla fucking doing a suplex. Wait, Godzilla does a suplex? Yeah. He also does a fucking <laughs> dropkick. Oh, hell yeah. Fucking love those old movies. I think it's in the one with, um... I don't remember. The big robot man. What? Uh, it's, it's one of the old ones. It's, um... Oh, oh God, I don't know. Um... I don't remember. This is an old movie. It's an old movie. It's very old. It's like from the sixties. Yeah. I think it's Ultraman. Because uh, I'm Ultraman. Maybe. Ultra. Yeah. I've heard of Ultraman, but I don't know what it is. Something. Oh yeah. Looking. I guess Foxy bright red. Yeah. I mean, I really didn't like them anyway, but I don't like companies that crunch. No. I like a lot of the stuff they do. I like GOG and I like The Witcher 3. I like yeah. Cyberpunk less the more I learn about it, and that's sad because I think that game's probably pretty good. Like, just the, the fucking... That game is a mess. That company is a mess, and everything associated with it is a fucking mess. It's that that game has been a shit show for as long as I can remember. Every single piece of news that came out about it just made the game less exciting. Go play Shadow and Dragonfall on Steam. It's fourteen ninety nine. It's good. Mm, good. Good. I need to tell you about something. I've been sitting on this, sure. but we kept talking about cyberpunk. Hmm. So in about 12 hours, uh, the, the, the Grand Blue Fantasy Versus is doing a live stream. They're doing some stuff. They're oh. doing some announcements. They're announcing a new character. Okay. Um, about 30 minutes ago, as of recording this, uh, their publisher posted a tweet Saying what the announced character is. They have since uh, taken the tweet down. <laughs> uh, right. Okay. <laughs> they just went like, hey, we're announcing in the live stream in 12 hours. And they just went, there's this one. Here's a tweet. We got the graphic and everything. 
This is new character in the character pass. It's like, oh no, what have you done? What have you done? Exceed, you fucking idiots. Okay, speaking of companies being fucking idiots, did you hear that the Monster Hunter movie is banned in China? Yes! Oh my god, I heard about that! That's the funniest shit in the world. Because the first line in the movie is a racist joke. Oh, it's so good. Oh, it fuels me. The very first line in this movie that was primarily marketed to China is a really racist joke. Hey, hi, Arvid from the future here, from the editing booth. Um, So at this point in the recording, um, my whole shit just crashed. So, yeah, um... My whole recording crashed, which is why you're, you've currently been listening to the sync track for four hours and 40-something minutes. Um, real sorry about that. I would say the recording quality gets better after this, and I think I do in the recording. That's a lie, because um, my Audacity kept acting up, so I can't access that part of my recording either. So it's just a, it's a whole mess. Anyway, just wanted to let you know what happened. So, so sorry, please enjoy, carry on. <clears throat> bye bye. Start this recording again, start that recording again. Alright. So that was fun. For those not in the know, we almost lost the entire podcast. We almost lost five hours of footage. Because my computer decided to freak out. Yeah. For unknown reasons. Yeah. I think we should implement a policy of every, like, Hour, two hours, stopping with the recording and saving it, and then resuming. Sounds reasonable. It's probably a good idea. Yeah. So there'll probably be a, an audio upgrade to five hours and 50, four hours, 50 minutes in. We could have had like. Five ad breaks if we get sponsored. We could so many fucking ad breaks. We could have had so much fucking money. God damn. <laughs> we need to, to apply to a fucking ad company. I'm going to send you some links later. Yeah. Get audacity. I read books. I'll, I'll, I'm going to listen to books. I can tell people to listen to books. Audacity isn't available in my country. Damn. I wanted to get a free trial so I could get one of the uh, Caiaphas Cain audiobooks for free. And then it just goes, <laughs> no, you're not allowed. Oh and no. Go, oh no. Okay. I guess you won't take my money. Yeah. Audacity's not available in my country. 
Same with Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime Music is available, though, in case I want to use that. Oh, hell yeah. I will say, if you give me money, I will talk about how much I love your terrible product. Same. Probably. Within reason. No. Well, if it's enough money, then without reason. Yes. I would do a fucking... I would, unironically, do a Raid Shadow Legends fucking ad if they gave me the fucking Raid Shadow Legends money. I, yeah. I'd do that. Easy. I'd do that right now. That's enough money for me to be able to stop going to uni. Yeah. Fucking just raid Shadow Legends up in this. Gimme. Hey, I'll, raid Shadow Legends. I'll, I'll live stream your game once. I'll fucking do a full long play of that fucking game. <laughs> if you give me money. Fuck it. If you give me money, I'll shill those terrible DC shows. Damn. So I, d- I don't know how much it was, it was caught by the recording, but we're talking about Monster Hunter. Oh yeah, and Monster apparently the, the joke has been removed from every cut of the movie as he went, I'm sorry, we didn't mean to be racist. How? That's a, that song is literally a racist song. That's like fucking going... That's like putting fucking Spirit of the West, uh, Spirit of the South, as you, the theme of your movie, and then going, oh, I didn't mean to be racist. We have respectfully removed the line from the movie. It was never our intention to send a message of discrimination or disrespect to anyone. I don't believe that. Alleged almost murderer. Mr. Anderson. That crippled a fucking stunt actress. Because he didn't tell anyone that he changed the standard, then she lost her fucking, I think, her leg. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think she has a leg. And then they didn't fucking pay her the fucking um, insurance. Damn. It's pretty fucked up how you did that, huh? Mm, yeah. Also, that fucking trailer is such bullshit, because she fucking, she uses the fucking... She uses she uses fucking fire against Rathalos. <laughs> Can't do that. Why? That's the one element Rathalos is strong against. Yeah, that. Come on now. Come on now. That would fucking she would have dealt more damage without the fire. Exactly. This is a fucking neutral weapon. What the fuck? This is also something that just came out. I say just. It was like three. It was like three hours ago. This the escapist has published an article going, "Hey, DMC. The DMC I, was I, good, actually." I just saw that. Fucking the yeah DMC the DMC has survived backlash and aged better than any many of its contemporaries. It did not survive backlash. That game yeah. was a commercial failure and led 
to Capcom no longer outsourcing its games. And the article they talk about how it has a gorgeous art direction. It has art direction. I'll give it that. It has art. Was is there any other fucking franchise where they rebooted it and then debooted it? Has any franchise ever gone back to the pre-reboot universe? The only thing that's changed for DMC Devil May Cry is that this punk rock ballad of a game ended up more topical than anyone could have predicted, all while still holding close to series tradition. That's just a lie. Devil May Cry as a series is not high art. I hate you. Okay. Wait, like, is that supposed to be a gacha? Like, I don't think anyone ever called Devil May Cry High Art. Listen, Elijah from two days ago, I'm okay. going to give you the benefit of the doubt and say you're, not, you're probably not intentionally racist. <laughs> I think you need to calm down. Whoa. Racist? Yeah, it's the fucking. You know how there was, oh, what the fuck was it from? Um, there was. It was the. Do you remember the Stadia Man? Oh, I remember that. That was a very good capsulation of how game Western game journalists are quite overtly racist towards Japanese-made games. And how they go, how the Stadia Man quote went something like, most of these Japanese games are just, just nonsense. Their stories are just, it's just words. It don't make no sense. People love it, but it's just garbage. This one's got dubstep and hookers in it. He drinks. It's epic. We're much cooler. Western game journalists are very consistently weirdly xenophobic about Japanese-made games. I had to check to make sure that they need to stop. I had to check to make sure this isn't the same person that did that fucking Miles Morales review. You know what I'm talking about, I, right? I don't know the name. He gave it a nine. No, but do, do you know the quote from that game? I don't. I, I'm, I'm worried. Okay, let me find the article. <laughs> Um, his 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 Spider Man review. No, no, it's it's not the same person. It's a different. Oh, okay, person. okay, okay, okay. Um, I'm trying to find the original article. Uh, uh, uh. 
it was uh, uh cool. Did they remove the fuck not of that? <laughs> oh, that is the game GameSpot uh article, um, which gave a seven out of ten. Um. That is. <clears throat> I'm going to to uh, read this, and I want everyone and their brain and their mind to um. Just imagine drums rolling, like like drums banging in your head. Okay, I'm, I'm I'm ready. I'm I'm Think preparing. Because sometimes someone says something, and you can just hear the drums. The child of a black father and Puerto Rican mother, Miles is a wonderful mixture of culture and languages. His building is adorned with the Puerto Rican flag, and his family has a collection of old of an old collection of jazz and R&B vinyl records. As he seamless and he seamlessly tra- transitions between standard English, African American vernacular English, Spanish, and sign language based on who he's talking to, occasionally even mixing together one or two of them. The way he leaps off of rooftops and flips backwards to face the camera before falling into a headfirst dive is just full of the exaggerated swagger of a black teen. It gives me goosebumps every time he does it, especially as the music begins to swell. Oh boy. Oh boy. That's... Yeesh. You can hear the drums rolling. That's not good. You did need to write that. That's um. It. It's certainly a thing that that person wrote. I can imagine that the music wasn't the only thing that was swelling. It just kept ramping up. Like, every word just... made it so much worse. What is it with game journalists? Why are they like this? Yeah. Also, I'm reading more of this article. Um, there's a lot of complimenting of the game for not having convoluted lore or gameplay that instantly punched you in the face. What game are we talking about? DMC, the DMC. And it's, you know, it's very happy that the gameplay allowed you to be cool without having to try. You can free flow between moves without having to memorize combos. That means that you get S ranks by doing the same move over and over again. I want to go back a few seconds to the 
gameplay that doesn't punch you in the face and loads that isn't convoluted. Yep. Those are a lot of words to say nothing. Yeah, it, it means very much nothing. Um, it doesn't but... mean anything. What does what is gameplay that punches you in the face? Because it needs you to think. When you play DMC, you can't just like hit buttons and win. I mean, you can kinda. Like on is normal, you can get it, through the game. You'll cry because they'll give you a bad rating. But you can totally beat DMC by just stingering it sixty times at, in, yeah. into every enemy. Yeah, that's you can do that. But if you want like a triple S in DMC five, you gotta do some shit for it. You gotta hit some combos. And again, like I, I realized I, I went very hard starting off. I'm, I'm, I'm slightly sorry about that. But it's the, it's it happens a lot with DMC. It happens a lot with Kingdom Hearts, where the story is very simple. It's like it's not complicated, even slightly complicated. It's just very. Like, it's straightforward, but I don't even know. Like, I don't know how you can... Be, it's like, people keep talking about like how hard it is to understand and how, like, the writing is just nonsense. They're just putting words together. It's like, wow, wow he got stronger when he wanted to protect the things he loved. I don't get it! It's like, what the fuck? I don't, game I don't know. It's both always relevant and never relevant. It's kind of astonishing. It came out fucking seven years ago. They're still butt-mad. It's the, this so upset that people didn't like it because it was wasn't good. And like talking about the art direction, it's just kind of wrong. Like there's like two areas in the game that look kind of good. Um, the rest look pretty garbage. I mean, it's a game. It exists. And I wish it would. I wish it was allowed to just die. Just let that game die. It's not gonna get a sequel. No one's gonna suck your dick for bring for for writing an article about it every few months. Can we just can the can people just let that game die? I don't. <sighs> so I'm I'm reading this, but.
Also, the fact that this article is posted with hashtag second look is false, because that's like the fucking seventh time the escapist has posted a review of DMC the DMC. Like, I'm just trying to fucking parse some of this. Who the fuck? Oh, it's... Oh, yeah, it's Elijah. Oh. Also, if you, if you like the weapons being on the triggers, you're a broken person. That's, why would you... Ever, ooh, ooh. It was a really bad weapon system. That just sounds weird to do. And it had... I was I was watching a video earlier talking about like game design and how it's it's a really bad idea to have an enemy you can only do one thing to. We talked about that on your stream. Yeah, yeah, I think about, we do, we talked about it too. I was watching uh Taking away options never feels good. Yeah, I was watching uh Plague play Dark Souls. So getting to some of his videos. And you talk about like how um, it's like, yeah, you don't want a, an enemy where there's only one correct option. But, like, most of the gimmicks in DMC the DMC is enemies that you can only hit with one thing. Yeah. They're like, this one's red. Hit it with a red weapon. It's like, oh, okay. Granted, they made it slightly less terrible, because now it the red weapon just does more damage. In the normal game, everything else did zero damage. I hold on. I just looked at what articles this person wrote. This person has written has wrote the article Rambo the video game is a surprisingly fun on Rails Far Cry. We can discard this article. Wait, hold on. Wait, wait. You are, you are not talking about the Rambo game I think you're talking about. Oh, I am. You better not be. Can you think of any other fucking Rambo games? No, I can't, but I don't want to believe it. Um, where were we? Oh yeah, games mm. that taking away options as part of your game design is fucking dumb and stupid, and you should do it because it always feels terrible. Yes, that's why that one enemy in control sucks. Yeah, that's the reason why I'm not why um I am disappointed with Cyber Runner. Oh yeah, I played a bit of that game. Um, Tell me wait, about it. Runner, the, what's the Ghost Runner? Seven-inch? Ghost Runner. Yeah. Um, there's a, like a few missions in the introduce a mechanic where enemies have shields that make them invincible, and you need to find to, you need to destroy the thing that gives them shields before. Yeah. <laughs> and that's fucking. No. Yeah. That just feels bad. Because it removes all creativity from your approach to 
whatever situation you're in. Yeah. I didn't get super far in that game, but it was weirdly linear. Mm. Like, every encounter was just, like, a straight line in a weird way, where you kind of just died if you tried to do it any other way. Which sucks, because that type of game is perfect for creativity. Yeah. Like, that's just the sort of shit you can do with that. The game gives you so many options, but in reality, it keeps taking them away from you and going, no, you're not allowed to do this. Do this. Nothing else. Which sucks. If you're designing a game, don't take away options as a way of making your game difficult. Use, just build the game in a smart way where you account for all the where you account for the options players have and work with that instead of against it. You gave players options for a reason, work with them. Yeah. There's oh there was some I can't remember but there's some game where the like well like the like your your first few tools were so strong that it kept like adding shit and taking away your basic options <laughs> to give what? it any fucking chance. I can't remember what the fuck I played. But it was really annoying because it kept just taking like essentially your basic attack. It's like, no, it's just the best one. Now do the weird one. You have to. It's like, fuck off. Yeah. You should be allowed to do things in bad ways. It's it's like, more that you should to... be allowed to use the things the game to use the options the game gave you. Yeah. Like even if there's like, like things obviously be going to be better in different situations, but you should still like be able to use most of them in any given point in time. When you take an option away from the player, it just, they're always going to to be, they're not going to think, oh, that's interesting. They're going to think, oh, that's annoying. Yeah. I'm annoyed that I can't use my tools. Dang, I wanted to do the cool thing I can not I can do, but I guess I'm not allowed. Or if, you, if it's a game where you can invest in your tools, taking them away is going to make the player feel like the time they invested into those abilities was a waste of time. Because what was the point of investing into that if I can't use it? That's why in old RPGs it always felt terrible when a party member died permanently. Because they would go, oh, but I gave them all that shit and I grinded them. Yeah. Fuck. I mean, you can do that stuff, but use it sparingly. Don't constantly go. Don't have your players go like, "I want to use this," and then go, "No, no, no, not allowed." Giving options is good, taking them away is bad design. 
Yeah. Oh, like, like, okay. Let's say you're playing D&D. Yes. Let's say you're playing a mage. Let's say there's an enemy that is that is easily dodging your the your group's ranger's fucking bow. So you go, okay, I'm gonna use magic missile. Because magic missile can't miss. And then your DM just goes, no. No. He can cast Yo. shield. It's like, a, okay. I guess I'll can die. Cast, they go, wait, can he cast it as a reaction? He goes, yeah. yeah. Really? Because he didn't do it up until now. And... It's like, that just feels like shit, because it goes, oh, I found a solution, but I'm not allowed to use it. Why? Yeah. Because because the GM said so. It's like, okay, I'm going to use Wish. I'm going to wish that enemy was dead. Yeah. No. I'm not allowed to. Why? Because... They use a wish as a reaction. <laughs> there, there's such an art to like RP, the design, the game design involved in like GMing an RPG. Well, is really impressive, and I think a lot of people on Reddit give really bad advice. people on reddit yeah no it because if you don't know i like tabletop games i <gasps> make content what? about them um no but it's back when i used to run D a lot and you go like oh it's had a just looking up like when i'm designing encounters stuff like so you need to know what tools your players have so that you can you can counter them and not make them De- defeat them and it's like why this wizard is really excited to be 5th level he can cast fireball now I'm not gonna just stop putting mobs in packs because he, I know he's got an AoE attack that'd hey. be really boring for everyone and feel real bad for the wizard because <laughs> encounter design should be captivating not difficult like, difficulty isn't important. Interest is important. Yeah. It's... It's when like... Have, yeah. When you make a game or, G, or DM a game, you're trying to have... Like, your purpose is for people playing to want to keep playing. And to feel like it's worth the time to play. Yeah. The last thing you want to do is make someone feel bad for investing the time and playing. Which is when you design specifically so that people can't use their tools, that's what you're doing. You're making them 
you're making them waste their time by investing in those tools. Is bad game design is stupid. Design around, not against the. When you're playing, you're not fight. You're not supposed to fight your players. You're supposed to play with them. Yeah, you gotta fucking. When you play a game, you want to be allowed to do the cool shit you can do. The more you limit it, the more you remove creativity from an inherently creative genre. Yeah. Because that's when you go into metagaming going, okay, what's going to be the most useful in the most situations instead of what's going to be the most fun? Yeah. That's why you have people go, oh, this is a must-take spell. This is a must-take ability. That's when people start to go, I start to solve your game like it's a fucking math problem. Yeah. That's also why nerfing is a bad idea. Why games should buff instead of nerf. Oh yeah, nerfing sucks. Buff nerfing the other sucks. things. Make shit stronger. Nerfing never feels good. And the thing is, it you don't have to actually nerf something to make people feel like it's weaker. You just need to make them think that it's weaker. Yeah. If people think that something is weak, they will, even if it's strong, they will treat it as, as if it is weak. Yeah. It's yeah. like with the fucking, um, in uh, Titanfall, there was the smart gun. Yeah. People felt like the smart gun is the strongest, most overpowered thing in existence. Because it feels real cool. It feels incredible because it means you don't need to be good at aiming, you need to be good at parkour at, at parkour in the game to kill instead of good at shooting. Yeah. It was objectively on in a firefight against another player, the worst gun in the game. Oh. Any other pistol was better than it, any other gun was better than it. Because without the taking the time for it to lock on, by the time it locks on, you are dead. Yeah. And shooting it without it locking on is it barely deals any damage and it has terrible accuracy. But people felt like it's incredibly strong. Yeah, because you got fucking so you got the lock on and you just fucking shot a bunch of times and they died and he felt like the coolest ever. But like... So in the second game, they turned yeah. it into a power-up. Yo, that was such a bad move. The time Vault 2 is really good. That was one of the worst moves they made. Yeah. The smart gun was a really good idea because it gave people that are bad at shooters something to do. Yeah. I just want to do parkour and big robot. Yeah. Mm. It also meant that there was a point to going after the grunts. Yeah. Because Smargan You were really good at taking care of grunts. Terrible against other pilots, but great against grunts. Yeah. So you'd be able to get points for your team? Help win the match? And without it, it's like, oh, I guess I'm just gonna be shit at the game. I guess I'll take a shotgun. <laughs> so 
shotguns in video games are so fucking weird because they're nothing like shotguns in real life. Yeah. Such a weird thing. Yeah. Shotguns are so, are so fucking sensitive in games. Either they feel real good or they feel awful. Yeah. Like It's not often you get a mid-shotgun. <laughs> the thing is, for the type of firefights that are in most video games, shotguns would be so much better than every other weapon available. Yeah. Because it's a shotgun. It's meant for close quarters. And if you... If you're facing someone with a shotgun in the hallway, you are dead. Oh, yeah. There's no way around it. But they have to balance every weapon, so for some reason, they, the shotgun is good. It has, will hit you if you're like two feet in front of the person yeah. shooting it. <laughs> like, what? You know, they used to hunt with those things back in the day, right? Yeah, like they, they shoot with pigeons. Yeah. And shotguns. Yeah. They're really yeah. far away. They're up in the air. Yeah. A shotgun isn't much different from a rifle. The, the main difference is a shotgun isn't rifled. That's, that's the difference. If you rifle a shotgun, you just get a rifle. <laughs> Okay, for people who don't know, rifling is, uh, is something you do to the barrel of a gun. Um, it's something you do to the barrel of a gun. It's, um, it makes I the bullet spin. Really it goes straighter. Yeah, rifling a barrel is... You, you basically... You, you're basically creating a sort of a rail for to, to spin the bullet... Yeah, it's well, it's, it's grooves all along the barrel, so it like it travels and it spins and it goes further and more in a more straight line. You can in terms aim of it better. Physics, in terms of physics, what you're doing is you're increasing the surface area that the bullet is going through, meaning its um, its trajectory is more stable. Yeah, because it has more time. To transfer to transfer its velocity to a forward momentum rather than any other direction. Shotguns aren't rifled; they have a smooth bow, a smooth bow barrel, which is why they have they're less accurate at long ranges. But at the end of the day, a gun is a gun. Yeah, plus it fires a fuck ton of tiny little bullets. So it, it gets more accurate because it hits a bigger area. And here's the thing. You can put a slug in a shotgun. You can. And That's just that a big point, old bullet. At that point, it's just an unrifled rifle. Rifle. These slugs, if you want a more accurate shotgun... Well, not more accurate, but yeah. that's what you're doing. Weird, the, when you want to shoot a shotgun at range, you give it slugs. Now it's a sniper rifle. <laughs> the video games are weird because if guns were accurate in video games, you would have no reason to use any other weapon. Yep. Although actually, in some games, the just a normal fucking shotgun is pretty much a sniper rifle anyway. I remember back in the day of Battlefield Three. You could literally turn your shotgun into a sniper That's rifle. That's the best shit. 
It's so fucking dumb. That was real funny. I miss that kind of shit. Yeah, that was great. I I like when games let you do stupid shit with your uh, weapons. Allow stupid shit. Let people do the dumb. Let me make a sniper rifle into an SMG. What? Yeah. You take you take in a video. I know I know at least one game where I it's it's a tabletop game for Dark Heresy. There's a sniper rifle with an with a three round burst that you can take, um, and you can modify it to shorten the barrel, making it deal more damage at shorter ranges, but reducing the range. You can give it a different stock. A um, uh, you can modify its ammunition to make it more accurate in bursts, and you can change the uh, clips so that it's it's no longer a like three round uh, clip. Basically, turning it into a sniper rifle SMG. Wow, it's like kind of kind of into that. That's kind of cool. You can also make a sni- uh, shotgun into a sniper rifle, which is fun. I always love when games do that. This <laughs> that, that fucking sy- system has crazy amount of item customization. You can fucking turn shit, and you can turn basically any piece. Any armor into power armor with the right modifications. Which I always like. I always like turning just a sort of night armor into power armor. Yeah. So why not? <laughs> it's fun when you can be creative in your vid- in your game. Creativity. That's the good oh. shit. This is good shit. Remember when video games were fun? <laughs> no. Same. <laughs> what was the last fun video game? Death Stranding. It's the only one. Is that game fun or is it captivating? Mm. It's pretty fun to throw ladders at people. That's fair. It's pretty raw. Remember Metal Gear Solid Five when you would throw a clip at someone's head? A magazine? I don't uh, know how. Yeah. How do what do Americans call it? Because <sighs> a fucking I I not no it, it's in a rifle it's a magazine yeah it's a magazine. Okay, um, I'm just fucking throwing a magazine at someone's head to hear the tink. Tink! It's real good. <laughs> that game's silly. <clears throat> well, I guess Solid 5 is a silly game. It is. It's also... 
Not great. No, I played a lot of that game. I didn't I never was never able to finish it. Me either. I just didn't have the patience. No. You know what that game does that is fucked up? What? The fucking outbreak shit where you have to fucking go through every soldier manually and throw them in the brig. Oh, yeah. I spent three fucking hours manually sending every fucking soldier that spoke, I don't even remember what language it was, to the fucking brig. And I was like, that was the last time I played that game because I was like, that. I- was it worth it? It wasn't. No. Because I lost all of my best soldiers for no fucking reason. And I had to spend three hours sending everyone into fucking into the brig just so that it won't infect everyone else. You can make boring, busy work fun and cool. Like that stranding did. Going into a menu and pressing a button for three hours is not fun. Just, yeah. It's the point where it starts feeling like actual work. And that's not that's not fun. It's not fun. It's like how um okay. In GTA five online uh, someone broke it down and the easiest way to make money in that game is to get a real life minimum wage job. That's fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> No. Otherwise, you would be spending way more time than you would at your job to make less money. No. It's fucked up when the easiest way to progress in your game is to get a fucking real-life job. Playing Jesus a video Christ. game shouldn't be harder than fucking than a job. Yeah. Well, fucking hell! I don't want that. I remember I stream. I played that game with Lottie and Jacob, mm. and we got into a situation where, because none of us had a lot of in-game money, and we kept tr- playing the missions, we ran out of money for ammunition in the game. So we just couldn't. Oh no! Why the mission? Because every time you fail a mission and every time you succeed too, you have to buy ammunition and armor and oh, Jesus. And we kept failing the mission, which meant we had no new money, but we kept having to spend money on on the gear. <laughs> Great. And we would get to like the last part of the mission and die and run out of money so we'd have to quit and start the mission all over again after we got money it's such terrible game design yeah. fucking stupid uh, why would you design it like this why would you why why is gta online like this because it's a cash cow. It is, but oh. It's the cashiest cash cow in existence. 
It's such a cash cow that there are laws being made because of it. Yes. It's such a cash cow that the newest expansion is not available in our countries. Damn. Because it has literal gambling in it. Yeah. God, the, fucking, so the gambling shit was so wild. Which would lead to a situation where I would be in the game and I would pick up something from the floor and then the game would go, this item is not available to you in your country. And would just fucking open a fucking website window and I'd be like, I didn't even mean to pick that up. Can you not? I'm in the yeah. middle of something. Please, please stop. I... I don't care about your expansion. I bought this video game to play it. No, you can't do it. You can't retroactively... Don't retroactively reduce my ability to play the video games that I bought? Yeah. What? Fucked up. Yeah. We're out of news, and... Because I'm going to have to edit like a six hour audio file. Should we get out of here? We'll do a Maybe, normal episode yeah. next week. We'll talk about my shit we played. Like yeah, my throat hurts like shit. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm sick. Oh no. I've got like 38 degrees heat. Oh, no. temperature. And uh, I need to go let the cat out. She's in the bathroom. Oh my god. Because she yells. She do yell. Is she still alive? Yeah, she's fine. It's five and a half hours. I've been to pee. I've checked on her. Okay, that's good. <laughs> yeah. Tell people where to find you. Hey, I'm on Twitter and Twitch and pretty much everywhere at Breakdown707. Just, yeah. I'm going to be finishing no, no More Heroes on stream at some point. It's probably done by the time this is out. And then I'm going to play some puzzle games and shit. Come watch me suffer, because I'm not smart. And... Ding! With your powerful swimmers. My powerful swimmers. <laughs> I got powerful I'm... swim swims. <laughs> I'm Scar. You can find me at Scarland. I'm pretty much fucking everything at this point. I sometimes stream mostly Hades. Because I love that game, and I'm trying to. I might try to speedrun it at some point. I like fucking. You really that like that game, game, don't you? I, I like it a lot. Yeah, it's a good game. It's a good game. I, I've I've started trying to do no hit runs, which has been going okay. Um. Still struggling to get past Heat 17, but that's alright. I might also speedrun Spore at some point. Oh no. Um, and I have been thinking of trying to stream 5D chess, but I need to find someone that's willing to play against me on stream. <laughs> I'll, tr um, I'll try it. I'll play it once. Hey. And then my brain is on fire. And I then yeah. I die. It's, it's okay once you like once once it's you get used to I it. I can't even okay. play normal chess. 
Normal chess is too big brained for me. Oh, yeah. Fine, you'll do fine. I need anime titties in my chest to stay engaged. That's why I play Fire Emblem and not chess. Yeah, but but if you play 5D chess, you'll be able to say you've achieved fractal victory. That, okay, you're right. We're gonna have to play that. I fucking love the phrase fractal victory. Fucking Such fucking a good victory. phrase. Right. Um, well, let's get out so I can stop the recording. Yeah. Bye, bye, bye. That's all for now. Thank you very much for listening. This is City Girl behind me now with a song called Jiyun's Sunset. As always, more content to come. All relevant links are in the show notes. And until next time, have a good one.